rather be a king below than a servant above. I'd rather be free and hate than a prisoner of love. Six. Six. Oh, six. Six. In the near future, Doc Terror and his cyborg companion hacker unleash their forces to conquer Earth. Only one force can stop this evil, a handful of brave men. In specially created exobrains, they can be transported anywhere to fuse with incredible assault weapon systems beamed down from the space station sky vault. Becoming Man and Machine Power Extreme. Mark Hudson. Brilliant Sea Operations Commander. Dirty Dirty Dustin. Rugged Land Operation Specialist. Thomas the Tank. Daring Air Operations Expert. Whatever the challenge, they are ready. The Break Room. Podcasting live from the Break Room Towers in the scrotum of the DFW Metroplex, it's The Break Room with Mark, Dustin, and Thomas. Episode 212 of the most beaten podcast in all the universe, The Break Room. Is it? Someone's always beaten it. Welcome back like. to the show. Yes, we are one of us trade off a beaten status. We, uh, I think it's the tank engine this week. We roll the die and... I'm fine. It seemed really beaten over there. I'm just tired. Nah. Why are you so tired? What about FM Week? <laughs> House no. money. It's actually been fine. <laughs> just haven't been able to sleep through the night for a couple weeks now. <laughs> Too many Indians? Fall asleep with your flashlight on again? Sure. We'll call it... Wait a minute. <laughs> we'll call it what? I think it has an on switch. Nah. Well, well, it's no, on it, you. It's, it's on you, is it not? And it's maybe just, you know, you roll over on it in the middle of the night. Maybe it's uncomfortable. Wakes you up or something. I assume with the residue, it just slips off at some point. No, well, maybe. I don't know. I'm not a flashlight expert. I'm not either. I'm asking the expert. Does it, it just like a really night? beaten... Lo- that's, <laughs> that seems like someone who's justified in being beaten all the time. That <laughs> they wake up at the night when the flashlight slips off or it gets in an uncomfortable spot. <laughs> they just give up masturbating in the middle of it because they're so beaten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that does sound that does sound kind of bad. <laughs> How far do you let it fill up before you pour it out? Okay, I don't. It a roach? Oh, you don't ever pour it out. You just no, let it overflow. Not ever. You dump some on the roaches. No wonder it doesn't stay on you. There you go. Like, although then it gets this all in your sheets. The and you're topic ever. Sitting in the biggest wet spot of all time. I keep it all in there. It's like a Peter together. North wet spot. Doesn't have just a reservoir tip. Wow. It has a. You full know reservoir. what a Peter North wet spot is like? I've experienced it many times. Wow. <laughs> It's That's a, a pal. Yeah. You generally it's just, while you're driving down Firewheel Parkway. Generally, it's just located <laughs> in the nasal region. I'm driving down Firewheel Parkway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> looking at a Peter North wet spot. <laughs> Whatever the fuck. He's riding with one. <laughs> it's got one on the seat next to him. Yeah, I'm, I maintain a constant Peter North wet spot while I'm driving down Firewheel. Wow. So you constantly have Peter North with you to do that. Well, I just hire him once a day to come by. It lasts a while. It's a little driving thick down and, Firewheel thick and Parkway in your big wheel. Yeah, that's a good point. That doesn't have a passenger seat, so I just make yes. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. 
That would be Oprah's wet spot if it featured Oprah's vagina. I'm pretty sure she's not making things wet anymore. What does didn't she, that she feature might. Oprah's vagina actually reference? Didn't that feature Thomas, Oprah's vagina? Don't you understand that we don't know <laughs> the origins of any of these things? You have to go consult Casey I or Nate. I just don't know why you would ever <laughs> ask that question. He loves anything that features vaginas, and especially famous people's vaginas. <laughs> How is this and, a tribute to Matthew McConaughey's reliance? Doesn't make any sense at all. And billionaires' vaginas. I don't know. Why does anything have have to do with anything? Why or what does anything that's, have to do with anything? A weird There's comment. no such thing as a female billionaire. Oh, ooh! There goes anti quality, <laughs> anti quality. Thomas <laughs> popping his head back up again. Well, <laughs> looky here. Anti quality. <laughs> did I say females don't have the right? I did not. <laughs> you just did. <laughs> you did. You're gonna say no. no. <laughs> 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 Say this all the time. You need semen. Well, that's just sweet. I said there aren't any. <laughs> Anti-quality Thomas, old AET. I, they have every right. They can do that if they want. They can be b- billionaires. Just you sure Oprah's not? Hell of a lot harder. Oh, yeah. Well, That's who we're talking about. Yeah. That's a stretch to go from Give talking about her to talking about female billionaires. <laughs> Yeah, she probably is. Thomas maintains a fantasy bubble of where Oprah is still just a millionaire. <laughs> a multi-millionaire, not a billionaire. Oh, early 90s, Hasn't Thomas. released that man threshold of billionaire. <laughs> I can't she- imagine a fantasy that I would have in which Oprah is ever involved. Especially her current network. Let alone her personal <laughs> network. Yeah. I remember the days when Oprah was just a millionaire. <laughs> when, no one, days. when no one knew her name. <laughs> Those were the days, my friend. We thought they'd never end. Anyway. Can we have voicemail? Hello, Meaty Marcus, Dirty Dustin, and Sexual Thomas. There he is. It's Nate calling. Just wanted to call and let you... You mean anti-equality, Thomas. Yeah, Shut I know up. that the last few shows that you guys have put out have been really, really great. Uh, I really love the New Orleans travelogue. The, uh, the RV show I also enjoyed, and it was good to see you guys do another list last week. Uh, I was calling to ask a question. I don't know if you've heard about this show or if this is something that you'd want to include on a review. Uh, maybe not for the whole season, but maybe for the first or two episodes, which I believe are already out. Uh, I believe it's on Showtime. It's the new show called Penny Dreadful. Um, I'd be interested to, to hear what you guys have to say about that show. So I don't know if that's something that you guys would want to take a look at or not. Uh, just thought I would throw it out there. Anyway, uh, great, great, great run of shows recently, guys. Keep it up. Uh, I love the have break you crew. Ever dreamt? Gasoline. High five. Alco, 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 Hanging around a whole bunch of birds that day. <laughs> that was awesome. Hey, guys. It's Nate. Nate. Uh, Calling to say I really love Mark. Nate's uh, aviary has there. Keeps his <laughs> baby. That's what he's been doing now. It's a new show with Eva Green, right? Yeah, Eva Green and uh, it's on AMC. I want to say when you. Um, what's the guy that was in that? Oh my gosh. Uh, Forty Days and Forty Nights movie. Josh Hartnett. Hartnett. He's in that. Who hasn't been in anything in a yeah, long time? Yeah, because he's a horrible actor. Yeah, I agree. He um, wasn't Lucky Number Eleven. That was a good movie, but it wasn't because of him. He could be in good things, I guess. Yeah, it doesn't mean he's any good. Yeah, lots of people like Black Hawk Down. He was big in that. I like Colin Hanks. I've recorded Penny Dreadful, but I haven't watched it yet. I've heard it's really good. It's yeah, something about I, the... I haven't watched it yet either. has something to do with vampires it's and Frankenstein. No, no it's, it's Showtime. Yeah. And that made me think of that turn show that I never have watched another episode of. I haven't of. either. 
It looked really good. How, how do you feel about the... Uh, I'm recording it, but I haven't watched it. How do you feel about the first episode of Orange is the New Black? <laughs> I, I think it's got promise. Enough so that I went ahead and watched the rest of the season. And I'm anxiously awaiting the next one. It was pretty good. You it should, was pretty you good. You should go back and yeah. watch it, Mark. It is good. Stay uh, tuned to the break room for more penetrating <laughs> first look analysis. Did you go out to eat? New TV shows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. We can take a look at it and do a snap judgment on that. Although we're like two weeks behind, but that's okay. Yeah. We're, no, we're nothing if never late. I'm up for we're watching always it. always late. For watching the first episode. Can you download it, Thomas, and give it to me? It's not enough showtime. Hey, what's up, guys? That means we'll be like four weeks behind before we actually can That's true. talk about it. Eh, I might could help you out with that. Hmm. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Andy calling from Boston. It's been a while. Been okay. Up. Wait a minute. Has Andy's accent changed? I don't know. Is this... Wait. The only Andy I knew lived in your butthole. I don't, know, I don't even know what this is. That was the anal elf. That's entirely different. That's okay, not, well, I, didn't I don't have a place in my butt that I know of called Boston. So. <laughs> well, you don't know about it, but Andy told us about yeah, it. Yeah, maybe so. Anyways, his voice sounds different. Whatever. On the show this week, it's been a crazy couple of weeks um, going through a transition of switching jobs. Lady parts? After having been at my current employer for 14 years. Oh, that's not cool. It was cool. a little nerve-wracking switching to a new job. So my question of the week for you guys, since you, you know, cash, money, whatever the fuck it is, uh, <laughs> I can't even remember. House money. That was... Trick money. Trick money. Awesome. You got so many new names. It's all the above. It's all the above. Anti-quality, house money, trick money, cash money. Vertical. Vertical, yeah. It's vertical house money. Whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> you, guys are the, you guys are the job pimp guys that are always switching up jobs. <laughs> you know, flipping jeeps and crawl speed and all that shit. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell you're talking about, but it doesn't matter because I love it. So uh, my question <laughs> is for you guys, you know, what do you... Let's uh, give me some tips on transitioning to a new position. Just you know? the tip. Take a, stuff like just take a huge dump the first day and you know make your mark. Good point. You know, shit like that. Uh, I'm curious about your thoughts. All right. Uh, show and take uh, in. Bye. Or as the Google translation says, chicken bye. <laughs> so. Thomas, you recently acquired a new position. Yeah, you acquired the title of House Money. You're now living in an. How ridiculous would it be if my actual signature said that? You mean since it does say that, Shut it up. is a little ridiculous. It does not. say But you own a, you own a quarter of the company, so true. you can be called House whatever you want. I do not any of that stuff. None of that stuff is true. So, small business owner Thomas, <laughs> what would you say? House Money about your new position. And what is the question? The question is, what are your tips for? When you land a new job and you're making your first impression, what are your tips for a new job? Do you walk in? Do you punch Good the point. smallest guy you can find? Or in your case, do you punch the smallest woman you I can mean, find? I mean, I've always heard that you punch the largest person you could find. Right, but that's so the that show that you're not beaten down. Hey, isn't that, isn't that if anyone brings a child like a, in the office that day, that's who he goes You have to first. be there for eight hours a day. I mean, it's kind of a jail in a way, right? I suppose, but you also want to show loyalty to your boss. So I think you'd but you can also shit the boss. Hmm? You can huh? shit in private there too, though. Unlike in the prison, or should you shit in, shit in public <laughs> just to make your impression? To say, you could. this is my area. We might not last to clean in that it up. new position. You should, you should shit with the stall door wide open. That's how you make an impression. 
or and greet everyone that comes in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how's it going? My name, put your hand out, act like you're in a shake. My I believe I share a cubicle catty quarter years <laughs> and reach out and try to shake their hand. Even you can kind of like get up and squat, you know, keep the pants down and kind of like just hover, crab walk over and try to shake their hand. Or you should hover first, and then when they come in, you wave and then you crab walk over. That's to, what I mean. You're yeah. hovering, you're up yeah. hovering, and then you kind of like crouch, crouch walk over there with your pants down. Yeah, don't go fully erect. Uh, no, or stand up. Well, you, you still got to tastefully tuck it as you're crab walking over. Eh, what's the point? Even if you have a dingle hanging down, or what's something, the point? That's fine. It's better if you have a dingle hanging down, really. Yeah. That actually solidifies your image as a company. If you could have a turd hanging as, out. as a as house money. <laughs> Exactly. You can be. The, you too can be the house money of your company. <laughs> house money. If you did that, sure. If you have a turd dingle, you can become house money. Not if you have it. I mean, if you just have it in the stall, nobody's going to care. You have to actually right. do something well, about it. If you crab walk with it, that's that's what you have to do. If you crab walk with a dingle. <laughs> uh, Thomas, more more tips. Hmm. Actually, are Dust, you serious? Dustin just got a new job too recently. So Mark what's your area? In your workspace? With what? Well, whatever you have available. With Blood, your dingle. Urine, dingle. Yeah. You should have dingle semen. available from earlier. <laughs> Save said dingle and mark your, mark your workspace. A flashlight of semen? Probably don't bring that to that the office. works too, I guess. It just, just seems a lot weirder. Top it over on your boss's desk? Okay, see, now you're into fireable offenses. You don't yeah. want, you want to do things that... Sure, because... You want to be notable but or... not fired. That's, you know, sure. It's a little different. Sure, okay, fine. Just dump it up on the uh, HR desk then. Oh, okay, well, that's so much better than your boss. They really can't do anything to you. <laughs> All you're doing is eliminating the middle man in that instance. HR can't touch me, so. Okay, Whoa. well, that is going in the brag montage. I make more than both of you. So many yeah. brags. So, Dustin, what, uh, how did you handle your first couple of days at, at uh, said uh, defense contractor? Well, I... Or unsaid defense contractor. Well, I, I was going to say, say, it wasn't, definitely wasn't said. Um, in Abilene, Texas, Lockheed Martin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I commute... I commute all the way back to Ab. It's a bitch of a drive. <laughs> but it's so worth it because, you know, I get to go ahead and do the dingle crab walk out there. And you can't, you can't do that as much in, you know, the, the Metroplex. They frown on that a little more in the, uh, in the scrotum of the, Met, uh, the Metroplex. We're a little too classy up here for dingles. Yeah, exactly. Hide Abilene, it's okay. We hide and tuck our dingles. Yeah. And you we're, interviewed, we're, like, are you able to do the dingle crab walk here? Because <laughs> if not, it's not even worth it. You're not going to get your security exactly. clearance unless you do the dingle crab I walk. I said I lived here for 17 years. You know I know how to do it, and they said you're right. <laughs> now, when you were getting your security clearance, did you have to give the scrote print? <laughs> well, just just at the left ball. Just a lot. Did they you said whichever one hangs lower, you got to put that on did there. Did you apply the chili? No, there was no chili on mine. How did they even get a solid print then? I don't know. It's some kind of new technology. Wow, that's fancy. Your royalties are about to end. You are working for the government with your. You got the top level, like CIA level. Oh yeah, definitely. Clients. You know it. Man. CIA. Now, will your scrote get you into the same places that his that Thomas's social will get him? No, not at all. Okay. That's that's a special not. kind of thing. Of He's, course, but, not. but your scrote will allow you to kill somebody. He's kind of like Major Dad on House of Cards. Sure. He can he can do whatever he wants. Okay, I'm just like a lowly lowly worker. But you can still kill somebody with your scrote. I, I just could, not legally, though. He can do it whatever, you know, he can do what he sure. wants, but I can't do that kind of thing. But you can get it authorized. I would actually get killed. Black ops. Yeah. Right. No, no, I can't. I'm not authorized for that. Not yet. No. You have to get the Never. The, the right printed as well when you to get that level? I mean, if you want full security clearance all the way to the sure. top, you get, I'm not willing to go for both, though. Right. I said, I don't know this company not well. Willing. All right. I'm only giving them one ball. Can't trust not, them. I can't give them both. Sure. They might rip the other one out. That's a, yeah, that's a, that's a heavy commitment. They I'm might not willing to make yet. Make an army of Dustin's. With just one ball. Somehow still seems like less of a commitment than six hours of drive time every day. <laughs> Somehow it does. I agree. Yeah, true. So how did you make an impression on your first day? 
Well, with my nutsack on the, on <laughs> well, the reader. Aside from that, I mean, you have other, the rest of the, How was he orientation? Means, like an impression on oh, the people. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Not on the, yes, not on the on scanner the, itself. On the ball print <laughs> scanner. You know, I can't really give you any other advice other than what Thomas already gave. I think that's pretty much award-winning. It's worked for me for years and several different companies. And <laughs> ball prints. If you're willing to do that, then... Not ball prints. <laughs> the dingle crab walk. Yeah, exactly. No. The dingle crab walk is all you need to know. <laughs> How did you get hired? You've been you've been at the same place for years. Uh, it's been a long time so since I've been a new employee. What did you do to get such a solid position for so many years? I gave a solid number two. Well, okay. there was no liquid in there. It was like it was like a brick that came gotcha. out of my butt. So it all comes around to fecal matter. That's pretty <laughs> much what the show. It's pretty much what your entire it always career comes is based back on. to semen and fecal matter. That's true. The break room. <laughs> KTVR. We'll add that after nerd rage on the little <laughs> circle emblem there. Semen and fecal matter. <laughs> The, the, the three peers, nerd rage, rage, fecal matter, and pop semen. culture, <laughs> and fecal matter and semen. Okay, it's a, it's a square then. Yeah, sure. So it kind of goes back to bathrooms, like our old logo. Yeah. You know? Things you can do in the bathroom. Hopefully some, or into a flashlight. Hopefully some fanny pack wearing mofo will ask us what fecal matter <laughs> is at some point. You should, you should make a friend on the first day that you can blame everything on. And by, by friend, I, I mean Patsy. Right. They think you're your friend. He's your friend, though. Right. I mean, you you gotta, make him think you're your friend, but you can secretly, in your Machiavellian schemes, what you do need, you do need to read the, the prints by Machiavelli. Start start crafting your schemes five. already. Yeah. Find a nice patsy, someone that you can that thinks you're your friend. It's generally going to be the you know like the the most weak person in the company. The Dingleberry Picker. <laughs> the Dingleberry Picker. That's usually their title. Butter Holy them up. Hornbeak. Blame everything on them. <laughs> if you could find a Holly Hornby, come on. <laughs> Put it on her. And then assume power at Holly some point. Hornbeak. Start your coup and overthrow the uh, company. His real name is Dan. Probably a good idea as you walk into the work and into work for the first week solid to at least sing the entire Game of Thrones uh, intro as well. Preferably as a cat. If you do it while you're crab walking, that'd even be better. Right. It's like the weirdest visual ever. <laughs> it is. It really is. Oh. <sighs> So some, you know, we were just talking about bathrooms. You know, I ran yeah. into a new form oh, of bathroom. bathroom. We haven't had bathroom talk in a while, but a new form of bathroom douchery. So does he annoy you in the bathroom? This happened twice now. I'm in there in my stall, taking care of business, minding my own, minding my own self. Sure. You know, some dude has come now come in twice from some other business. We share a bathroom in several other companies. Hmm. Anyways, he comes in, he pees, P-O-W. or he takes a speed poop. Yeah. One time it was a very loud speed it's called poop. called a power deuce, sir. Power deuce, speed poop, whatever your nomenclature <laughs> is. What the hell? Anyways, he then makes a giant farting noise with his mouth. Okay. <laughs> and then he takes his used paper towel that he washed his hands with and throws it over the stall door at me. <laughs> Did you realize you were in there? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It's easy to tell. If you're in the... Possibly that you were someone that he knew that was back there? Like I don't know. Douche. We're the only people... I think the... that's what it was. He probably saw your shoes and thought, oh, that's so-and-so from his office Maybe. and was but effing next, with you. Next time he does it, I'm going to kill him. Say, motherfucker, it's not who you think it is. Oh, I called if him. it is, I'm going to kick your I ass. I called him an asshole last time. Oh, really? I yelled asshole at him. He what took did he? off. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, maybe he's just doing it to get a rise out of you now. Maybe. <laughs> I'm thinking about laying some sort of trap. Do you wear the same shoes all the time? I usually wear my, my flip-flops or my Converse. Well, suck any semen out of them? flip-flops to work? Dear God. I do. Is there a problem with that? Just... It's the biggest POW ever. Like you can just go in there in a bathing suit and I could if I wanted to. He goes in in jorts often too. Baby bonnet and that's it. And they're cool. <laughs> Swimsuit and a baby bonnet. <laughs> My baby Huey over here. <laughs> 
I guess I could if I wanted to. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They'll let you get away with anything there. They don't give a shit. You drink no, beer there, don't. drink alcohol there. Sure. Beer okay. and alcohol. Well, I, I meant to say it's not just stipulated to beer. I'll say my boss drank two Keystones at the desk today. So, God, of all the beers. Well, you know, he's not a big... That's he's a not nice, a, a big nice into the craft one to drink beer. Keystone well. gave him to me. Bitter beer face. <laughs> Girls love it. But I, I'm trying to figure out how I can set a trap to then potentially murder this like, guy. Put a bear trap out there. Well, grab his foot. I think I'm gonna give him some mannequin legs with Take my shoes on him. <laughs> Take your foot. Yeah, exactly. And just stick him in there. Instead of and then just squat over the actual toilet. I'm gonna get my podcast mic and set it in there mm-hmm. to broadcast remotely to an earpiece. <clears throat> That I have outside, and then when he comes into the bathroom, I think he says you, that. You could have you like humming the Game of Thrones thing yeah. in there, or something. Have a recorder going. Do you do that while you're taking a deuce? Of course. You, I can't. I can't reproduce without that. Reproduce, Dookie. Reproduce. Uh, oh, uh, hey, uh, or produce. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a nice little <laughs> pun for you there. Do you like puns? Oh, Fun with it. puns. Yeah. Anyways, I'm thinking about setting a no. trap and get some mannequin legs. <laughs> put my shoes on them. Set up a video camera, or at least a recorder. I'm going to wait outside. Then when he comes in and he throws the paper towel and I sense it on my camera, I'm going to run in and stab him with a pitchfork. Mm. Wow. I First, feel like the, the lead-up is good because it's a good right, setup. Sure. But you know, going to jail for the rest of your life seems like not good enough. Uh, please tell me how anyone's going to prove it when he's dead. <laughs> you shouldn't poop or sweat. I burned off all of my fingerprints already, so no one's going to be able did to tell you? who did it. Yes. Yeah, but don't you scan but, your balls to get into the office? Or but I'm not going to wipe my balls all over the pitchfork. <laughs> no, but I mean, they know who's in the building. True. I don't, but I don't have to wipe. If security yes. is tight enough that testicle, we have ch- no security. testicle covered chili, or chili covered testicles is how you get in the building. <laughs> testicle covered chili. <laughs> they know who's in there. <laughs> he works for the defense contractor, not me. I pre-gamed it a little bit before today. <laughs> testicle covered chili. <laughs> I'm making that on Sunday. <laughs> God. But no, there's no security. I'm not having There's no any. security in my building. I'm just going to run over the pitchfork and stab him. I've got Matt, my... Where does, the, where, where does the testicle scan come from, then? That's Mark, his Mark testicle just, scan. Mark just claimed that he created it. Oh. Yeah, I created the technology. But They're I'm telling used... him it's going away because they don't use chill anymore. They're using it. Bill's defense contracting that Dustin works for. <laughs> okay. Bill's defense contracting. <laughs> it is Abilene. What do you expect? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like a Cabela's, but for defense contracting. Run exactly. out of one and of testicles. the five two-story buildings in the area. <laughs> but I can't tell you which one. But I, I would like to very much punch him in the kidney, at least a few times. That is weird. It is weird. Why don't it's... you fake deuce out in there at the same time you always do? And just when he throws it, you just run out of the stall and kick his ass. Well, The problem is I don't know what his shoes look like. Because I can't... Well, when something comes in flying it, over the stall. Well, I know. Well, I guess I could do that. But yeah. I like my plan better where I wait outside and stab yeah. him with a pitchfork. Yeah. Well... Either way. He might... S- is it the same time of day all the time? No. I uh, vary okay. my deuces. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't know. Maybe I don't I have a, a... Maybe you had a shit schedule. Fortunately, I'm not very regular anymore. It's just... You roll dice to see if it's time to go or not. <laughs> not very regular anymore. Like you're a thousand years old already. I, well, yeah. Pretty much am. <laughs> I barely sleep anymore. Yeah. Taking me out of music. You already have a foot in the grave, basically. Yeah. I'm the, signed up for AARP. You want to close to that overheated you apartment? You can't sign up yet. for that yet. <laughs> uh, don't be so sure. Back in the old Media Sharks days... We used to get AARP registration letters all the time. At your address, but that doesn't mean they knew that you were... It was addressed to Media Shark, Mr. Media Shark. We should have filled it out. It was to Zen, Entertainment, and Media Shark. Those could have been our legal names, and we could have filed for AARP. That would have been weird. How awesome would that be? We're eating lubies in our windsuits, <laughs> enjoying our AARP benefits at 4 o'clock in the go afternoon. To the, go to the local AARP bingo. Hey, Mr. Up. Shark, it's Zen. Hey, What's Mr. going on? Shark. Go to the church bingo. 
My name's Media. <laughs> we'll ride the bingo bus over to the bingo hall. You know, they'll come around to the yellow dog and pick us up. Go back to the home. Exactly. <laughs> Enjoy a nice... Where we don't have a room, but we go back there anyway. <laughs> to pick Just up chicks. checkers in the lobby. To pick up chicks. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. enjoy a bit. Uh, we'll probably down. be like the hottest guys in there. Oh, for sure. God. <laughs> yeah, but what are you going to be dragging out of there? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> no, or be I would not. In? No, I would not. I'm good with <laughs> well, this. Well, you will be, one. whether you like it or not. <laughs> like a gilf. <laughs> <sighs> so what do we got coming up next? Hello, it's been a while since I've called. <laughs> this is Gandalf the Wizard, and I uh, wanted to say I, uh, I miss you guys. I basically babysitting these hobbits for years, and I... Uh, Sean Connery? Oh, I like can before. see you soon, so let me know if you want to see old Gandalf the Wizard do another trick for you. I would be glad to make those fireworks happen for you again, or uh, maybe even make the Hobbit disappear. I don't, I don't know. I'm drunk again. So anyway, break room. I love you guys, and I wanted you to know that I give a shit. Goodbye. <laughs> Swallow a shit like it. <laughs> nice to hear from Gandalf again. Yeah, I'm glad he gives a shit. We, just, we were thinking he didn't. Now see Gandalf the white, Gandalf the gray. Get off, off the, the drunk is what it sounds like. Get off yeah, the drunk. Much. <laughs> That's right. And speaking of that, of Gandalf, oh, and other things. I thought you meant drunk. I'm driving down. I'm driving down Firewheel Parkway. Oh my god! Live from the break room towers overlooking the banks of the Bonnyfield Trinity River. So this is KTBR Eyewitness News with your anchor Dirty Dirty Dustin, investigative reporter Mark the Bus Hudson, and Thomas the Tank with Animal Sports. And now the seven-time Sasquatch Award winner for his reports on the sex lives of amputee Conestoga giraffes. Here is Dirty Dirty Dustin. This is the longest show ever. How is this? Speaking of Gandalf? I, I don't know. It's no. a really boring news segment. Well, I haven't even started Appreciate yet. it. Appreciate it off the bat. <laughs> yeah, look at me like I just said that, <laughs> asshole. So, how are you guys doing today? Doing pretty good. How are you? You guys found any news out today? I found out some news that Mark Cuban is basically the next Donald Sterling. Oh, God. Oh, okay. Don't start that. I didn't hear that one. Yes, you did. That's what Tom but said. What I did hear was... I did not. <laughs> old AET. About me. I did hear that it's not good to have notable face tattoos when you're going to uh, actually murder someone. But what about your face tattoos? Are you, well, I'm not going to murder someone. Just, though. just bodily assault. But that's different. That's not sure. murder. I said if you're going to murder someone, well, that's, that makes very you too good uh, recognizable. There you go. Exactly. Uh, police arrested a man with a Batman face tattoo. Oh god. Charged with attempted murder. Is there a picture of this? I would like to see this. Yeah, but I don't have it. Is it like all colored in, or is it just like it it looks like the? uh, It looks a lot like the Batwing and the original Batman when it flies up against the moon. Is it around his eyes? No, it's like like right in the middle of his forehead. Oh my gosh! Yeah, exactly. Well, you should though. You should get is like the the Robin mask around your eyes, the Domino mask, as they call it. That, like that, that. that would be really. Or awesome. get the full impression of the entire Batman mask that's surrounded, all except the little part around your mouth, and then get some fleshy horns. That's why I was wondering. I was like, your does head. it mean it's the not the full Batman mask? Fortunately, tattooed in a cowl. Pretty yeah. awesome. That'd no, be that, that would, would be pretty insane. That's what you need to go for at uh, Bill's uh, Defense Contracting. Yeah, I'll see if I'll go ahead and do that. Yeah, for no particular reason. Why wouldn't you? Uh, you get that clearance. It's ridiculous. Clearance. 
No. Oh, that's ridiculous, <laughs> but the ball scanner is not. No, that's well, that's what happens. That's, you that's started you that crap. I didn't start anything. Yes, you did. I, I report facts only. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just saying, that's that's a thing that happens. The mask is ridiculous. <laughs> okay. Now I've taken it too far. <laughs> uh, police say uh, two men used an AK-47 to fire on a bunch of victims. It was actually four, four or five people hanging out in the parking lot. And um, Off Firewood Parkway? Yeah, uh, it was somewhere off Firewood Parkway. They said they... Notable local podcaster was driving by in his big wheel, but I don't know why they threw that in there. Oh, okay. wow. <laughs> they said a notable local podcaster was driving by. That's that's what they put in the story. I don't know. It's it's in Whitehall, Ohio, so I yeah. guess we have big Ohio numbers. That's not a real town. So, whether or not it's a real town, how is Mark a local podcaster in that area? That's wherever he drives his big wheel. I'm a podcaster wherever I go, sir. He drives his big wheel in Whitehall, Ohio. But you're Ohio. not local know. in Ohio. I am local wherever I go. Nor is there is there a Firewall Parkway in that city. You know, how do you, you know? You don't know that. Have you been to Whitehall, Minnesota? Is there? Yeah, but you I, don't know. I changed it. Austin, I don't Texas? know. That's what I'm asking. I'm going to say there is. Look it up. I'm going to say this all happened on Firewheel Parkway. Okay. Uh, but basically, police you know, released his picture, and he had the gigantic Batman tattoo on his face, and that was pretty much the end of that. He got arrested within uh, 12 hours later, so I guess, wow. again, that's a pretty notable tattoo to have. Very Batman-oriented uh, activity he was doing there as well. Yeah, no kidding. Are you guys a fan of the Axe products at all? Used like, to be. like the blade? No. The like, cut people like with? the actual stuff that like you spray, the like the body spray and the. Uh, oh no. Okay. Uh, apparently, a thief stole eighteen thousand dollars worth of Axe uh, shower gel, and uh, Axe actually was Axe ended up being okay with it. He, they didn't even charge the guy. Is that 18, like eighteen thousand? Is that like five cargo ships worth of Axe? Uh, it doesn't say actually how many pallets or what it was, but they just said that uh, he stole that much worth of of shower gel. How do you steal that much? I don't know how you steal that much at one time. I mean, considering one thing of shower gel is probably, what, a couple of bucks? Probably closer to five. Is there a full pallet, apparently. Is there a black market for shower gel? <laughs> I you guess. Can't, you can't, he, really wants to be, he really believes in the commercials and thinks he's going to get all kinds of ass. You can't bites. get the flavor of douche rain anywhere else in the market but on the black, <laughs> the black market. Exactly. Uh, apparently, the representatives of Axe Shower Gel are happy because this got them a lot of notoriety. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was pretty much because all they cared no about. Because they had no notoriety before that. Yeah. It was 3,600 bottles. So Jesus. I guess it would be... Yep, $5 do- each. 16. It would be <gasps> douche shower fresh for quite a while. Man, that's a lot of... It's a lot of douche. He's carrying a lot around. of bottles. It is. And finally, I'm going to go ahead and end on a low note. A uh, New York man beat his wife to death for serving him lentils. Uh, Norn Hussein allegedly killed his wife because uh, he was outraged at the prospect of eating lentils instead of a goat dish that he wanted that evening. Um, was this here? Yeah, it was in New York. Uh, he is a, he's on trial in Brooklyn for the murder and, and the death of his 66-year-old wife. Um, and apparently the counter-argument by his uh, female prosecutor is that um, he culturally believed he had his right to hit his wife and discipline his wife. So he didn't actually, yeah. he didn't mean to kill her, but he figured he could beat her anyway. So it was accidental. I mean, Thomas, Thomas, doesn't Connery. Thomas doesn't agree with this. I mean, he does agree with this, I should say. He doesn't argue with this. I mean, his defense. How's Michael Jason not in the news this week? That's what I was about to bring up. How is, speaking of killing wives... That was already on Twitter. Okay, a lot of these so, things were on Twitter. <laughs> this is the official Are news Twitter? network, buddy. Yeah, you're a newsman. I don't As know. the former leading expert of S.H.I.E.L.D., the show, 
Thomas here to my left. Well, Thomas can report on it then. Thomas, break it Let's down. Let's go. Instead of animal sports, we have some uh, shield news. Shield, shield murder news. So at approximately 3 o'clock in the morning, uh, 911 operators got a call. What town? From Michael Jace, uh, Los Angeles. I'm not sure what like actual area. <clears throat> Michael Jace called in and said, pretty much, I shot my wife, and that was it. Shortly thereafter, police show up, arrest Michael Jace. He played, he played Suspect Julian, of, the gay cop yeah, on He played Julian in the shield. I don't give a And, uh, I mean, that's pretty much it, really. No. And Kinda it was crazy. in front of the kids. It was in front of his two younger than ten, I believe, kids. Yeah. Oh, fuck that. So they saw the whole thing happen, apparently. Awesome. Which is kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. Yeah. Did you, you know what I found even more insane? Is that he's 51. I mean, that doesn't surprise me that much. I'm terrible at ages. Yeah, but he's looks. I mean, when the, the shield wasn't even in it, what, not even 10 years ago? 2005, right at 10 years ago. Oh, wow, has it been that, that long? No, 2007, excuse me. Anyways, he looked like he was in his mid 20s at that point. No, he looked mid 40s to me, I think. I think he makes sense. I would have guessed 30s at least. I think you're wrong. Maybe late 30s. Well, obviously, I wasn't wrong. <laughs> I think you're wrong what he looks like. It doesn't really surprise me. I'm bad at ages, so. Anyway, yeah, that's kind of crazy. That is kind of crazy. Very sad. It's very sad. And he, sad. he, I don't know. If he he's really admitting done to it, right? Much. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, if yeah. he made the call, right? He did make the call. Well, he made the call that I, but I didn't think he said during the call that he shot his wife. Did he? Did I miss yeah, that part? Yeah, he did. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Granted, they still have to match up that it well, was him. I had seen I mean, that. They're pretty I, sure. One of the articles said he was accused, and I was like, well, if he admitted yeah, to he's it, he's not really accused. He's accused, but I mean, I don't know that he actually. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know all the details. Probably technically, he's still. Accused and not, I guess. Yeah, It'll be interesting to see what happens. It just should be interesting. It's very, very sad. Poor guy. No, something's obviously or, wrong with him. Or poor wife, I guess. Well, she doesn't have any worries anymore. Yeah, true. Poor kids not for sure. Anymore. Poor kids for sure. Yes. Yes. They said CPS came and picked them up and took them to their grandparents. So hopefully, at least they have some other family that'll take care of them. But still, Probably. sucks. Yeah. How you come back from that? Okay, you want to hit this? That's probably a few years down the road. What's the implication there, Maybe. sir? He's going to jail pretty soon, so... I'm saying them. How do the kids come back? I'm sure he's it? already in jail. Yeah, I would imagine so. He's probably in jail when they arrested him that day. Nah. And he's probably still there. They may have let him go in his own cognizance. Uh, I doubt it. Not usually for straight-up murder. Prove it. <laughs> you want to go through a bunch of legal cases right now? Prove that no, he murdered her. don't. <laughs> Maybe he's just I, a... I can't prove that. Maybe he's just a patsy. For himself? Maybe he's covering for Vic Mackey because he was put in a bind. Right. Michael Chiklis came and killed her. <laughs> Maybe so. Good Lord. Okay. So coming up next, Comic-Con talk and uh, Godzilla. On. <laughs> you are listening to The Break Room. His nipples are the most memorable thing. looking for movie, TV, music reviewers, and columnists. If you can't stop talking about pop culture, email editor at popsyndicate.net with a sample of your writing. 
popsyndicate.net, the internet's one spot for pop culture. And now, a word from Vagabond Saints and VSTL Vestments. Take a moment to look down at the shirt you are wearing. What do you see? Is it the branding for a corporation? Are you a walking billboard to help the other sheep find their way to the same major retailer in order to obtain the exact same shirt? Perhaps you aren't even aware that you might be possibly sporting the shirts that are associated with the ever-rising douchebag movement. Maybe you're just in douchebag denial. Vagabond Saints VSTL Vestments wants to change that. Since 2012, we've been putting out our vestments to help offset the blatant hypocrisies of what people are wearing today. With our vestments, you won't be charged $55 for a t-shirt with a traditional tattoo covering it. You won't ever be assumed to be an MMA fighter, and you won't have to endorse any armour that you wear under your clothes, despite the fact you don't even actually own any of the set armour you wear under your clothes. Our vestments are just t-shirts, hoodies and tank tops without designs on them, nothing more. Let it be known that VSTL vestments won't get you laid, but you can sure as hell get your fuck on while wearing them. Follow us at Vagabond Saints on Twitter and VSTL Vestments on Instagram, and check out our latest vestment, The Dead Sexy. And remember, VSTL Vestments, looking pretty, being shitty. This concludes the message from Vagabond Saints. Suck a cheetah's dick. Back to the sexy time break room. Be like Thelma and call us maybe. wish it was are you guys off tomorrow it's yes. fuck both of you i will be packing my house tomorrow so no i mean i guess technically i'm off of work but i will be when packing are you moving tomorrow. well the problem is since we're getting we have to get ready hey, to the problem this with doing week, teenagers i think since we're we just you're just for anybody i don't think we've mentioned this on the show we haven't mark signed on a house today right. he owns all kinds of real estate in dallas now <laughs> I don't. I only, properties. I only own one property right now. The very next true. day. Yeah. yeah, because we have to get our house in the market now because we only have till June thirtieth to get our house sold before we take possession of the next house. So we if have to get like our, Mark's old house. Where can they? Where can they find you? Uh, Grand Prairie, Texas. Oh, okay. To search that. Okay, search well, Mark that's Grand Prairie. Not, you don't want anybody, <laughs> any of our thousands of listeners to hey, be interested I'd rather not house. give up my address right now while we're still living there. You should give your personal address. I'm not going to come stalk you. Nobody thinks you're that cool. <laughs> Fine. I can't help that I'm cool. I don't blame you. I don't want to give the <laughs> break room that? towers, but I'm also not trying to sell the break room towers right now. Well, not right now. For friends on Facebook, I'll put it up there later. But anyways. When you... Okay. When you see two towers go up in Plano, <laughs> then you'll know. <laughs> go up. Go up for sale, then you'll know exactly yeah. where it is. In generic Plano, you see giant towers. In the shape of a B and an R. <laughs> <laughs> 
but with a uh, giant sky bridge between them. Well, we're we're having an open house not this Sunday, but the following Sunday, and so we've got a lot to declutter in the house. Okay, that's get, right. Anyways, to get it in sellable yeah, shape. I, I wasn't saying it was stupid. I was just curious. Yeah, about yeah. It, that's why. So we have a bunch to pack, and besides that, we got a bunch to pack anyways before we move at the end of next month. So it's a uh, yeah. And when you get a four day weekend, I was looking. I was really looking forward to this weekend to just sitting on my ass and not doing a whole lot. But now. I'm definitely We're afraid the of having my ass torn out. But now, I'm definitely afraid of having my <laughs> ass torn out. I'm afraid of having my mental ass torn out. That doesn't make any sense. I know it doesn't. Don't that just, just go with it. was awful. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Sorry about your mental ass. That doesn't make any sense. My mental ass. <laughs> you said it first. I know. Don't act like I'm ridiculous. All right. So let's talk about Dallas Comic Con. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, gasoline. Just keep looping this. <laughs> KTBR break room. This is the music they played when we walked into Comic Con, of course. Yes, it has everything to do with it. Now we uh, once again attended uh, Dallas Comic Con. Comic Con. Comic Con. Comic Con. Comic Con. Uh, perhaps to even uh, less success than last time when you guys went. I don't know. Yeah, this time we were all there. Probably is less, actually. Maybe it's better if one person's not there. I don't or agree with that. I, I think the... Okay, the... I think the real year problem... year and a half ago, when we did the thing with Marina, like, we were all there. Yeah, but I would, that wouldn't well. feel up. No, right. Okay, well, well, maybe you should feel sick vomiting. more often when we okay, do this. Okay, fine. I won't go anymore, then. No, we want you to go. The, uh, I, think, I did not say don't go. I just have to go and not feel well? You just need to have, like, a horrible head cold. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds great. I think the problem is the rest of the people at the show. So when we were there a year and a half ago with Marina, there were a lot of people dressed up. A lot. We were there. We, we with came Marina. with Marina. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a, we were there a year and a half ago and Thomas, with Marina. And Thomas came with Trisha Helfer, or at least on her. Truth. And she, just for the a hole, <laughs> beat me down. Oh, yeah. Not like, not in the good way. And she jumped over your flashlight. <laughs> she looked at me with, you're a sick, <laughs> sick person eyes. She tossed him on the table. He's like, not, not like this. Not hungry as. <laughs> there is not a situ. Well, never mind. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that. I have a. When he went too deep, I have a Trisha Helfer flashlight molded just after your vagina. I fill it up every night. Are you gonna take it to gross proportions? <laughs> oh yeah, because that's the first time we've ever done that on the show. <laughs> Even within this show, that's happened like twenty thousand times just today. But anyways, the thing ever. The, probably, so nice. a year and a half ago when we went, <laughs> That's right, it was it was a smaller venue. It was at the Irving Convention Center, and it was more compressed. And so, at least it felt this like was it was at the, the Dallas Convention Center. No, I know. I said oh. a year and a half ago. Oh, oh yes, sorry. Yes, sorry. Yes. You're taking us back in time. I'm taking, Got it. taking out the Wayback Machine. And it felt like it was more compressed. And, and on top of that, a lot more people were dressed up. Like as a lot. Yeah. And last time, you guys noticed that not as many people were dressed up, and it was at the Irving Convention Center still. It was there. Right. So this time, what happened was uh, Fan Expo Canada bought out the Dallas Comic Con and the Dallas Sci-Fi Con. Ah. Uh, really? So that was, was one change. Both of the ones we go to? Yes. Uh, I didn't they, know that. They moved it to the Dallas Convention Center, and they are, they're a company that runs a ton of cons. And so a lot of changes came with moving to the Dallas Convention Center. Like conventions, one, not like they con everyone. Right, sure. They don't, not normally. Although they conned us out of a good Although, time, didn't they? Hey-o, didn't they? hey-o, <laughs> oh, look at that coming yeah, from the, you like that? the joke room over there. <laughs> no, it was terrible. You have more jokes? No, I'm done. That's, that's it for the One day. more, one more. No, no, I don't have any more. <laughs> hey, you're too late. You missed the set. 
And now you stopped your music because you just had to play that sign. I didn't bullshit. stop it. He stopped his. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Anyways, there's two boards here, so there we well, go. Well, you stopped yours at the same time it went off, so I figured. God, yeah, just play that under. All right, we'll just play this. Oh my god, it doesn't need. It can't have lyrics because then it's distracting, especially those lyrics. So we went to the Dallas Comic Con and. <laughs> They really, really rearranged this whole thing from what it used to be. It used to be it was a mix of vendors, artists, and then the guest panels. The yeah. way they laid it out this year was almost in thirds. It was like near the VIP section, and this was a major complaint on some of the blogs. <laughs> uh, they had a giant guest section. There was no chance we were going to get interviews with any of those guests. First Absolutely of all, not. we got denied for interviews. Sure. They said... We only got two press passes for three people. We got two press passes for three people. So but I had to be a generic guy that came in well, and was uh, frowned you, upon. You were sitting on Thomas's shoulders what and you were wearing, upon. you were wearing a giant overcoat, the two of you. That's true. With a fedora. So that helped. Instead of giant doctor, we were giant break roomer. Right. <laughs> giant podcaster. And we had a gigantic break room shirt that right. went all the way from head to toe. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so like... <laughs> I don't even know. Like a 30X long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we had two media passes. We got denied for all interviews. They busted us, though, because we had to... It wasn't denied. Just nobody responded at all. Well, no. I, I, they said, submit your wish list. And I submitted five. Stan Lee, William Shatner, LeVar Burton. Who's Stan Lee? Joel Sta- Stan Lee. Oh, okay. That's and uh, someone else I can't remember right now. Was Stan Lee there? there? He was there, yeah. We should have got Alice that. Cooper. Nobody he cares about there, him. Though. Yeah, nobody cares about Alice Cooper. <laughs> Anyways, we could have talked to Blondie from uh, Walking Dead, but nobody cares about her. Well, that's and, the thing. Amongst us. Is according Blondie to Bear. the media oh. past policy, we were not allowed to do drive-by interviews, which I, I mean, think I don't have to say to her. I could have walked up. I there. wonder if they added that just because of us a year and a half ago when we were trying <laughs> to do drive-by interviews with Danai Garita. I think you're. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say it was because I of us. I think you're pushing but, us to a level we don't actually exist in. We right. did several drive-by interviews. We did. Yeah. We did. And Glenn Morshaw, good Glenn example of a drive-by yeah. interview. Yeah. Uh, but they that was specifically not allowed, so right. we didn't try it. On top of that, the fans, like, maybe 5% out. of fans were dressed up in a costume, whereas at the early convention a year and a half ago, it was probably, I'd say, 30 to 40%. Yeah, it was a lot yeah, of yeah. A lot more. A lot more. Uh, there were less here, I think, than even when me and Tank Engine went. I wonder, what, I wonder what's more. changed. I don't know. I, I don't I don't really understand it. The I mean, layout was weird, too. And one of the primary complaints from the con, from a con uh, vendor, an artist, was that the way they laid it out, like, artists almost got no sales. A lot, at least a lot of them. I'm not surprised, because they, like, wedged them all in a corner, like, in, in a really odd, like, <clears throat> yeah. really odd design. They really did. Well, they complained that all the VIP, like, the VIP doors were right in front of the guest tables. Hmm. So they just shunted them right there. Awesome. And then the very front was the vendors, so people had toys and shit to sell. They were at the very front near the normal guy section, and the artists were all the way in the back. So artists, I I mean, we're going to play an interview with Jason here in a second, but he he was there as an artist. Giddy and, horse. Giddy horse, yeah. And, uh, I mean, they almost Gandalf. got no traffic, according to this. And on top of yeah. that, they were fucked around with passes, like yeah. loading in, loading out. Apparently, it was a real pain in the ass, and... That's weird. Apparently it was a horrible, horrible experience for the artists and some of the vendors. It was pretty... So. Like, the whole layout was pretty rough. just didn't make sense. It just was not got to eat. fun at all. It didn't it, was, it didn't feel fun. It didn't feel like a fun atmosphere. It wasn't fun. It felt really... I don't know. Sterilized. Yeah, very sterilized. I mean, it's... In, it, and the... 
convention center, the Dallas Convention Center is kind of bland anyway. I'm not going to say Irving is super awesome, but it looks better than that. Yeah. Like, that's just like a basic cement floor. It looks like you're in a parking garage, basically. I mean, that's exactly what it is at the Irving Convention Center, though. I don't On the know, inside. It seems, yeah, but it seems better, though. It's a, it is a little more like the, well done. Like, the lobby is a little better, and yeah. that, I don't know, it's just, and yeah. you have the nice outside areas you can go well, out to and stuff. Well, par- some of the events and stuff were in the lobby, and there wasn't anything really in the lobby, other yeah. than, like, True. food and stuff. There was Maui Wowie and of, yeah. Frankie's Hot Dogs. <clears throat> but there wasn't anything out there. Right. Yeah, there was nothing going on. You had to go actually into the thing, so it was, it's not what, like... Into the vagina? Someday I would love to actually go to San Diego Comic Con and see what it's actually like, like what a con should be. You should go out there. We have an invite. I, we do have an invite, a standing invite, the three of us. Maybe next summer we could go take a break and field trip. Right off our taxes. Holiday Road it over there. Maybe if we'd finally form this company we've always talked about, <laughs> we could actually take a field trip right off. Sell one of your eight pieces of real estate and fund us to go out there. <laughs> eight pieces. <laughs> Maybe I will. Heck, Dallas fund the show for, for like a decade, too. Yeah, that's true. Uh, anyways, just didn't feel very fun, and that is evidenced by the interviews we do. Here, yeah, and were, we even tried. Uh, we tried. We even tried to jazz it up by, you know, drinking. adding alcohol to the Maui Wowies since they yeah. didn't have any in there, and that didn't seem to do anything but make Tank Engine tired. And Gosh. Mark had no inspiration. I put, it's I put just, one. What are those? Like two ounces, three ounces? They're like one and a half little yeah. airplane bottles of liquor. I put one of them in there, and it didn't taste any difference. And supposedly these guys put another one in there when I was in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. didn't feel a thing other than tired. Well, I think. Our tiredness is evidence in these interviews, which are not Possible. very good on my they're part. O- they're okay. They're not very good. <laughs> oh, hold on. Uh-oh. Oh, 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 tiredness. oh fail, fail, fail. So this uh, first interview here is with uh, eh, an old friend of the show. It a roach. Uh-oh. So we're here with our first man on the street interview of the day. Sir, I would like to ask you first, what are you supposed to be dressed as? Uh, I am dressed as a, uh, a Target, uh, you know, like brochure model. So you're Jennifer Connelly from that movie in the early '80s or whatever? Yeah, I mean, basically, I mean, I, except with or the whatever. Deal, right? Yeah, <laughs> you're filling out the tank top quite nicely. I yeah. appreciate that. The double deal wasn't from the early '80s. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. The movie I was thinking of was Career Opportunities. <laughs> okay. That's what I was trying to think of. Oh, or Working Girl, or whatever. No, but the one Jennifer Connelly. Anything else? Yeah. Jennifer feelings, Connelly from like that did, movie from the early '80s or whatever. Fill it out like application. So, uh, what's your favorite form of malaria? Malaria, uh, probably the one that great question. Probably the one that makes you sleep a lot. I don't. So you just die peacefully. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but with wretched vomiting and projectile pooping. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. not peacefully. Exactly. So we're actually talking to a longtime show fan, Giddy Horse, who's called in many, many times. He actually has a booth here at he Dallas Comic Con. That's true. He has one episode. Yes, at the Giddy Horse Hour. So, <laughs> how, what are you doing here this weekend, and how's it been going? Um, I'm an artist for Blue Inferno. And uh, we're promoting our comic book, uh, Frontier Graveyard. And I'm uh, doing commission sketches and and uh, looking for, like, adult comics to buy. You know? Like, is, like, uh, Anna Nicole Smith-type comics? Yes. Like, hardcore penthouse comics? Yeah, like, old-school, like, manga porn and stuff, <laughs> stuff like that. So the regular just live-action stuff doesn't do it anymore for you? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. How much would it cost to get a private sketch, like a Kate Winslet from Titanic, from you? Um, but with Thomas is the model. Uh, I don't probably. I'd probably do that for about you know twenty. Probably <laughs> twenty. That's a fair. That's a fair price. <laughs> What's the weirdest thing you've been asked for so far? Uh, well, one guy wanted me to draw him as uh, Thor, uh, and I think he was doing something with fruit. I don't. 
and he was in the men's room. Uh, in, in the course of the sketch, he's in the men's room? Well, no, he asked me to do the sketch while I was in the men's room, <laughs> and all I had was my own fecal matter to, to do it, so I, I couldn't really. If you, if you had to choose one medium, would it be blood or fecal matter? Um, I'd probably say uh, fecal matter just because it, it adheres to the paper a lot better. Fair enough. doesn't bleed as much. <laughs> what uh, specific pillars of the show, fecal matter, semen, <laughs> nerd rage, and pop culture? Semen well, wasn't looking in for there. An adult con- what was the other? What was the fourth blood. wall? It was blood, fecal matter, pop culture. I'm just saying, semen and nerd rage. There. That's what it was. Tentacle. What's the fifth wall? Uh, <laughs> tentacle dicks. Chicks with fifty thousand tits. You just nailed it. Like the tentacle porn. I love the tentacle porn. So. <laughs> Who doesn't go join yeah. a tentacle up the ass? More suction cups the better, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, anything else happened exciting this weekend? We've been not here for most of the time. <laughs> I saw a Aquaman. Uh, he looked like he was about 300 pounds. And he was, I think we saw that guy last time. Yeah, and he was eating an ice cream, and he was just kind of smiling, and he looked like he was in the perfect state of mind. for Out, go out. You know, I don't know, hang, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's too bad we didn't find him. All right, well, good him. luck uh, this weekend. Good luck with the rest of the day. Good luck with selling your Superman logo finally. Thank you, and thanks for uh, thanks for providing the break room to all of us. I, I really do appreciate it. You're welcome. Services. So, thanks. so uh, gasoline high five out, go out. Gasoline high five, go out, go out. Wait, wait. You got to say, this is Jason, <laughs> Giddy Horse, for uh, here at Dallas Comic Con. For uh, <laughs> gasoline high five, out, go out. <laughs> this is Jason Gibson reporting from like, like Comic Con on my own behalf, but I'm sponsoring uh, uh, the break room on my own behalf. I don't know what the hell I'm doing here, but. On my own behalf. Gasoline high five, go out, go out. <laughs> thanks, Jason. So there's an okay interview. <laughs> Not my best work. Doesn't get much better than that if you didn't like that one. Yeah, it's, it's all downhill from there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the second one was we were wanting, we wandered around for about, I don't know, 47 minutes. We finally That's found very specific. this one guy that was dressed in a suit of armor. And so he was, he was there. And so here it goes. Cock and balls. <laughs> Can I interview you for radio here? Absolutely. So uh, radio. You have quite the elaborate outfit. Can you uh, tell me exactly what character or specific uh, legendary figure you're playing? There's no uh, actually figure. I'm just one of the knights that participates at Scarborough Fair. So I see. So are you promoting Scarborough Fair concurrently? No, I'm. I'm not. I'm not uh, affiliated with them. I just participate out there. So how long does it take to put this on? Uh, by myself, about 40 minutes. We should say Scarborough Fair. Just for those who don't know, is a uh, local Renaissance fair. Where people like to go and pretend like they're in medieval times. Is it in Scarborough or something? It's in Waxahachie. Well, why is it called Scarborough? So what if you have to uh, leave yourself during an event? I don't know. Which is this? Well, what, I just what? I just figured Scarborough had so something to do with Renaissance, one way or the other. That's why they called it that. Here, there's there's no issue with. <laughs> Fuck you! Asshole. I have no idea. I have no answers for your questions. <laughs> okay. I know it's a Garfunkel Oats song or something. Not Garfunkel Oats. Okay, well, that's not where it's Simon started. Simon or Garfunkel. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's Garfunkel and Oats. That's not where it started. Wasn't there a, wasn't there a Simon or Garfunkel song I called? I guess there was. Yeah, that's not a problem. So. Do you have just a cod piece with a front hatch? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's, it's not, not any different than going to the restroom any other time. So you just pull the cod piece down. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I do on a normal daily basis. Pull my codpiece down and yeah. Yeah. okay. Well, that's a lot easier than I expected it to be. 
Do you, does it bother you getting stopped every few feet to take a picture? No, not at all. I get it a lot out there at the, other, at the fair, too. So It's very elaborate. Did you make this yourself? Most of it, yes. Very nice. Very nice hand. Uh, whatever. Armor ship. Whatever you call it. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Classic. Armor ship. Classic Mark Stumble there, too. Very, very, nice, very nice hand. Um, oh, armor ship. Armor ship. Whatever you call it. Armor ship. All right, and finally we have one more interview here, and this is with a guy. There were there were a group of these guys that were dressed up as business attired Star Wars figures. Most of them, yeah, were, they were three. There were four of them. Three of them were stormtroopers. Well, I say that one of them was a clone trooper. Yeah, two of them were stormtroopers, and then there was business. What Vader. happened to the Nathan Fillion interview? You saving that for the end? <laughs> Bastard. Excuse me, Vader. Vader, your business, Vader. Yes. What's the meme here? I don't entirely know. You just posed with two... Why, first of all, yes. as you pointed out the show, why is he talking like Christian Bale from Batman? Very good question. He's Vader. Not, that's not anything resembling James Earl Jones. Maybe that's part of it. Stormtroopers also. So, Business Vader smokes a lot of cigarettes? Well, Business Vader talking like Christian Bale from Batman. Apparently, Scarborough was a hey. middle-ages town in Yorkshire, oh, okay. and they base it on that. Um, dang it. You interrupted my chain. Train your of chain. Thought. What were you? What, what were we just talking about? Of <laughs> a fucker. Oh, look at Dustin over there sexting. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. You of the Paul Doom and the Ninja Turtle, you know, are are quite versant. Uh, <laughs> quite versant. You you should be more understanding than most on the versatile like costumes uh, but you, that have you know, different aspects Paul coming. Paul Newman the Ninja Turtle is a universal icon it's for not, the youth. It's so not. Yeah. It's bullshit that you made up Dustin, put time. your penis away. You've scanned your balls hey, enough. quit sexting right now. <laughs> quit sexting. You're really going to get on me for this? You do that for 50% of every I'm show. I'm pretty sure you're watching senior balls enough. You're on Flinger for 50% of every show these days. Have I even picked up my phone during this show, motherfucker? Well, maybe not today. This is unusual. I only found that thing last week. So is shut this a the comment? fuck up. Is this a comment? <laughs> You're very heated for such peaceful music to be playing. Did we play the last interview yet? No. Business six. What's the what's the Maybe you should stop texting with your ball sack. <laughs> okay, mean, go ahead. Nothing. Just casual way I gotta meet up somewhere. Casual <laughs> Vader? Yeah. What does casual Vader do on a Friday? Not a damn thing. Just sits on his ass, stroking it some Pornhub? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> what's Vader's preferred flavor of Pornhub? Do you really have to ask? Of course I wanna ask. Amputee. That's why I'm asking. Amputee. Amputee. <laughs> Amputee Pornhub. Thank you, Business Vader. He's gotta meet up somewhere. Very specific. God. <laughs> you quit. <laughs> you so want a mark go. to run a board. This is what you get. This is your view of <laughs> Dallas Comic Con. Exactly. The massive, massive failure that was on my part. We have a quick uh, Godzilla review as well. That comes up in the next segment. Yeah, we'll do both of them in the next yeah, segment. Okay. Fine. When we cover, when we have the mini Thumbs of Fury, to All which right. we do not have an intro. High five. Oh, we go. Do we? No, we don't have. I'm saying we don't. Oh, okay. I mean, I could probably make one real quick.
What is this one? It's with Dave, of course. This is some stuff Fury with Mark, Dave and Dustin. That's fine. We'll no, it's not. The official gas online podcast where you hear exclusive interviews like Marine Abakarin. Gas online. We'll be right back after a few words from our sponsors. Gas online. Out. Go. Out. Cinema has been around for over a hundred years. Its history is long and varied. Each film has a story to tell, and the 15-minute movie podcast covers the history of cinema through the actors, writers, directors, producers, and themes. Each episode, you'll find out about the history of movies in just 15 minutes. Go to 15mmp.com or check it out on Stitcher, iTunes, or Miro. Hey kids, it's me, F13 from Cinema Diabolica. We have a new show called Diabolical Decades. If you haven't been listening to it, this is the kind of gold that you've been missing. Ah, I see. I imagine Jimmy Stewart to have soft hands. But I would have been like, bitch, you gotta go. Oh, thank God. It's just the face of Satan. I thought it was a prowler. Check us out at popsyndicate.net slash cinema diabolica. When the world cried out in agony at the horrors of the evil Lord Blandish culture... Three men came from a distant land to defend them with their thumbs of fire. Separately, these warriors are known as Mark the Bus, Thomas the Tank, and Dirty Dirty Dustin. But when evil threatens, they raise their hands to the sky and summon the fire to become the thumbs of fury. Are you ready? It's thumb time. No, 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 no. It's pretty good. So what's on thumbs this week, Mark? We teased it earlier. Oh, yeah. You didn't have to stop it so fast. I want to talk to somebody in charge. You are not fooling anybody when you say that what happened was a natural disaster. You're lying. It was not an earthquake. It wasn't a typhoon. Because what's really happening is that you're hiding something out there. And it is going to send us back to the Stone Age. In 1954, we awakened something. Well, there's nuclear tests in the Pacific. Not tests. They are trying to kill it. We should all accept Jesus. You have no idea what's coming.
minds of man is thinking nature is in our control. And not the other way around. That's right. Last week, Japanese scientists explained place explosive detonators at the bottom of Lake Loch Ness to blow Nessie out of the water. <laughs> Sir Court Godfrey of the Nessie Alliance summoned the help of Scotland's local wizards to cast a protective spell over the lake and its local residents and all those who seek for the peaceful existence of our underwater ally. We are here. It's a part to... of the trailer. I don't remember. You don't remember that part of the movie? Flagle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're here to cover Godzilla 2014, the most recent edition of Godzilla, made this year. How many of these are there? Do you know? There's like a uh, thousand, right? Fifty-three. Javi told us at one point on this show hmm. because he declared that he was going to go back and watch all of them, which I think he did. I think he did too. Wouldn't be surprised. So. Guess Napoleon didn't like it. <laughs> so, so this, who, who do we have in this movie? This was uh, directed by Gareth Edwards, who did a movie that you can find on Netflix. It's called Monsters, and I know that Mike Steph and Mike would be a big advocate of this film. I haven't watched it yet, but it's in on my this, queue. Let's see what Matthew Broderick was in this mm, movie, and yeah, Matthew Broderick the guy from The Professional, sure. sure. <laughs> Ken Watanabe, Heisenberg. Pinkman wasn't in this one. Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah, that was interesting. Pace Pot Pete. <laughs> Pace Pot Pete's the one who actually... Jason you know, Statham. Ended up being the hero. Jason Statham? That would have been awesome. Sylvester Stallone. Jet Li. Mm. Paul Walker. It's basically The Expendables 5. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Thanks for having us back here. Oh, Thanks for having us back here in the break room. Funny studios. stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Thank so, funny like stuff. an hour ago, we oh, <laughs> man. crashed our Audacity file. Could it be? Had to do this shit over again. So. so, yes, we've been off the air for about an hour and a half. You almost lost an entirely golden show. Yes, you missed. So, that was Godzilla. I mean, that I was our review of Godzilla. Favoring it way more than it was. But. <laughs> I don't know about that. We we'll lost. See. You haven't heard it yet. We lost the entire Godzilla interview. And we'll never get it back. God. <laughs> <laughs> but we have that now. God. I feel like all of the <laughs> liquor is at the bottom. <laughs> God. <laughs> I almost just died. Okay, so anyway. Godzilla so, is what we're here. Godzilla <laughs> is what we're gonna review it's again. To clear out both ends that way. God damn it! Come on, let's let's get to it. Come on. <laughs> so, are you serious? Godzilla. <laughs> it's a movie. 
I don't know if you guys are familiar with the concept of Godzilla. It's like I'm not. Yeah, it's before like, before we like, get too crazy what into we say it, before? there's going to be some spoilers on storyline here. So yeah, well, it's been four hours. Don't I don't remember know. what we said earlier. I don't either. How much of it did we talk about? Uh, not we didn't talk about it at all. We were was, just introing into it. It was four hours and three whiskeys ago. So I don't yeah, know. I know. Yeah. So Godzilla. Uh, <laughs> a movie that came out this past weekend. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Godzilla. It's like King Kong, but he's a lizard. Sometimes they fight each other in some of the old. In one of the movies, yes, they fought each other. Was it just one? I think it was just one. Mm. Could be wrong. I feel like they would have come together more. It's, than that. it's like King Kong, but if you made him a lizard and he had fire breath and he was a dinosaur and he lived under the water, under the sea, as it were. Under and the Godzilla, sea. at least in this version, is actually protecting the city. He protects the city in a lot of King Kong doesn't really give a shit. King Kong doesn't like, that too much already. Do what? We're not allowed to talk about Don't jump in that too much already. I, I thought we had spoilers. Are you going to talk about the spoilers? Are you going to talk about the storyline at all? Like the We just were. Synopsis. synopsis. Spoiler alert. You know what I mean? So, you know, pull up the wiki and do the synopsis like you <laughs> usually all right, do. All right. I don't know where we left off, but uh, we this didn't, is directed dude, by... We didn't leave off. We were talking about getting to the movie. And we talked about Godzilla before. And then my computer about froze about for well, 10 hours. This is directed by Gareth Edwards. The a guy, guy from the did, office? British a, office? Right. No, okay. A guy directed a movie called Monsters that's on Netflix right now, which I haven't seen, but Mike stuff Mike highly recommends, from what I remember. Probably well, terrible. That man. means it's terrible. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Although, I will say, in uh, foreshadowing, I think I actually agree <laughs> with him about Godzilla. But uh, in a rare moment in life, God, you can't he said it rating. was bland and not good. You can mark this day on your calendars. I'm not. I'm not totally in line with him, but I'm pretty close. He and I agree with on it's something about, else. Some other movie on Twitter. It kind of freaked me out. It's too. about the closest I'm ever going to get. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So well, then go ahead and give your opinion of it. Then I'm not there yet. It sounds like a thumb sideways. Mm-hmm. So the entire movie, the it starts. It, it starts in 1999, and Heisenberg is there with his family, his wife. <laughs> And his son, and they are living Which, in Japan. By the way, since we're saying this is all spoiler filled, I really want a more Heisenberg. Well, let's let's wait and get there. It's it's insane. Let Mark get to the synopsis part. Where okay, that's you want me to synopsize or don't you? I do want you. You to. said go read ahead. the wiki. I, I'm not getting on you for Mark. You summarized right. perfectly. Go ahead. All right. So, in which I'm I'm assuming that uh, in the fake city of Sinjin, I'm assuming it's a fake city. I like how we're in, all in drunk Japan. at this point. Are you sure it's fake? <laughs> We've had like an hour to keep drinking and not do show. I'm driving down Firewood Parkway. They're late in 1999. <laughs> I'm driving down Firewood Parkway in my big wheel. <laughs> I am a hot piece and a of ass. Different Godzilla movie is out currently. <laughs> anyway, the trailer should have started with Mark driving down a firewheel parkway in a big wheel, and then Godzilla comes up over the side of the George Bush freeway. <laughs> yeah, I think I made that comment after we left Godzilla. The movie was that it's about time for Godzilla to come to DFW. <laughs> There's so many water Sorry. bodies of water for him to come out of. Up not here. not Sinjin Janjira. <laughs> He's going to come out of the Trinity. <laughs> <laughs> it's about three inches deep. Ray three Hubbard, wide. Lake Louisville, you know. Right. We've got some options. He's got to come up from the ocean, though. So we'll come up Trinity and then go over to Lake Ray Hubbard. <laughs> yeah, all that space in the Trinity. <laughs> the weight of the dead bodies. Exactly. Uh, so anyways, in 99, uh, Heisenberg and his wife were both scientists in some nuclear plant. And a, yeah. basically the reactors start undergoing a, a meltdown running. and then the entire thing collapses. And the entire thing, the disaster is attributed to being earthquake. But, of course, big surprise, it's, it's actually a monster, Mothra. That was pretty interesting. I think it was a Mothra. I don't know if they ever said the it name it was. was monster. A monster? It is. <laughs> monster. Monster. I think it was a monster. Like, I think the... They called it a Motu. I think the, the implication is that the first one that got loose is that scenario. 
It's a long-running softcore porn series. Because there were two of the other monsters. Right, right. And one of them was already gone when the scientists found them. Right. Which was later, right? right? That was early. It was in 99. It was at the same time in the Philippines. They found found a skeleton of a larger monster. Right. And then they found the cocoon of... The male monster, which the was Mothra. later to be monster, yes, yeah, which I think was Mothra. I don't know. I don't know if they ever named it actually in this movie, but they actually named it on the side of uh, Kid Kid Heisenberg's aquarium. It actually says Mothra on the side of his aquarium. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Awesome, but I don't know if they anyway. actually named it in this movie. But other than well, they Mo- did, well, they named it, they named it Muto because they put that in there. But I don't know if they ever called it Mothra. True, I'm saying. but I'm just saying they right. threw, they threw a little bone to it at least. Sure. So, cut to some time later, 2014. Yeah. Uh, well, it's supposed to be in current the, time. In the it? course of that disaster, uh, <laughs> Mrs. Heisenberg dies in the disaster. In 1999. And as a result, uh, you know, back in 2014, Heisenberg has gone crazy. And it's up, it's up to... Not really crazy, it's, as it turns out. But not, not crazy, but everything's he's he on too he's, much blue he's, meth. He's been crazed with right. finding out the true... Right. The true details of what happened to his wife. And his son, Ford Barode, has uh, kind of... He's in, left the military, or he's in the military, and he's just gotten back from a tour. Did you want when to make the x side note? That the husband and wife are brother sure, and sister yeah, in X-Men? In, in this movie, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson and Elizabeth Olsen... Are married. Are married, but in the next movie, they're brother and next week, they are brother and sisters, uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, which is... Oh. Pretty I didn't realize he was even in the X-Men oh, yeah. movie. Yeah, he plays Quicksilver. I told you this at the end of the movie. Yeah, you remember but Shooter I, Game? I but you were too drunk and paying full sure. attention. I'm driving down. All right. So anyways, at this point, the Mothra, the male Mothra, hatches and begins to... My FICO scores... When, when, well, I say this. Heisenberg has been arrested... Uh, Ford Barode comes to Heisenberg. They take him to. They take it. They, they take him to Heisenberg like at the this. base, the old nuclear power plant where he used to work. In Jinjira, right? Nuclear, and then, nuclear, yeah. and there, 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 they I have the male Mothra cocoon, and it. Uh, he breaks out of the cocoon. So didn't say it right, and then begins to terrorize Jinjira and the surrounding area, and then leaves and takes flies off. off, and then it's up to barode to get back and to his family essentially the shocking part of the movie essentially wounds spoiler alert heisenberg to the point of dying right and that's the end of 40 heisenberg. minutes he's into the pretty movie. much dead is it even 40 minutes it's really early in the movie i think there's a good 40 minutes in there okay and then we're stuck with fucking brody and the wife or whatever yeah. yeah, one of the old, the younger, younger Tabi, isn't horrible. She's getting with Tabi, who says barely anything. Than the other Olsen, yeah, girls, but you know, it's yeah. not saying Ashley much. or Mary Kate, right? Yeah, those two. Yeah, it's not saying much though. No, Anyways, the entire not. movie is him trying to work with the military to get back to San Francisco to is save she part his wife of that family? and kid. Yeah, she's the youngest. Oh, yeah, you didn't know, know that? that. No, she's, I didn't actually. Yeah. She's younger sister. I was actually. Trying to do some of the side humor there, but I didn't yeah. realize they're actually part no. of it. So. Do some of the research as there's, we did. There's no humor there. Sorry. Uh, apologies. In the midst of all this, Godzilla comes out of the ocean. And uh, it, as this movie posits... I fell into facts by accident. Godzilla is the natural balance to Mothra and the... Uh, it's Ken Watanabe. Ken Watanabe. Yes, as he says, he's the natural out. balance and nature finds a way, basically what Jurassic Park says. And he goes after Mothra and Lady Mothra, who then later erupts and begins to attack... San Francisco. So then the Jurassic Park theme kicks off. That's not how it goes. <laughs> That's part of it. 
That's the part that kicks off. Now he's doing the trombone part. Anyway. So. You're going to pull up the Jurassic Park theme, aren't you? Of course I am. Shoot me in the face. You wanted him to be connected. This is what you get. I recall the time. This is not this. Oh my god. Is this weird out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, it's Godzilla happens. He fights Mothra, and Lady Mothra ends up, no surprise, destroying. Lady Mothra is like all impregnated, and then they right. end up destroying all the embryos. Somebody from the military does that at some yeah. point. Kick ass. Yeah. Does it. Aaron Taylor yeah. Johnson Brody. kills all the, ba- all the babies. Brody kick Mothras. Yeah. Brody. I thought it was really cool. They did a really great job, I thought, of coming out with multiple previews that didn't show either of the other two monsters in it. So that they were kind of a surprise. Right. Uh, when it came to the movie. This isn't the Jurassic Park. And then, uh, Close enough. And then, uh, Godzilla pretty much plays the protagonist. But it's Jurassic Park and Will Darrell. True. In this movie, yeah, he does. So that was a lot of. I and, thought it was a lot of everyone fun. Ends up, everyone ends up loving Godzilla at the end. Sure. Yeah, despite and the fact they, that he is laid waste to ninety percent of San Francisco. Sure, he has, but most of it. But was without him, a hundred percent of San Francisco yes. would have gone. True. And there would have been tons of babies, right? As the eggs showed, true. There was going to be a lot of those things. It, it was our underwater ally, as as uh, Napoleon said, as, the, as right. the trailer said. Yeah. That's right. It wasn't a bad movie. Uh... I guess what I wanted oh, yeah. was more Godzilla. It wasn't bad. Yeah, it's I didn't, it's not like I didn't enjoy it. I just wanted more. Stefan said it was pretty bad. He said it was well, bland. He made a comment that it was bland and it was a movie and it wasn't worth well, seeing. the acting was horrible in most of this movie. It was... I don't know what I'm expecting, but it was horrible. Uh, Aaron the main Taylor, actors, which were Godzilla and the other monsters, were great. Well, yeah, Andy Serkis is always good. I hate to qualify things, but I'm going to... Like, this is a monster movie, so I don't really expect it to be that Quality great. Quality A Compared acting. to, like, I don't know, go watch The King's Speech or something. Argo. It's like, I expect yeah. that to have good quality yes. acting. This, I'm like, yeah, but sometimes there's it, some good action in here. That's probably what I'm going to look for. Sometimes it sticks out, lo- especially when there is very little monster. But I will say, Brian Cranston was good. Brian Cranston was, was, was good. Was there. He was. But I wanted more Godzilla. I mean, long. yeah. I wanted more, like, okay, first of all, there's a couple of things here. One, the final battle, the final, the execution of... of Lady Mothra at the end was so underwhelming. Oh, I he, thought it was awesome. Yeah, I I didn't. I thought so. it was awesome. I thought it was wholly underwhelming. He'd already dis- deployed the flame <laughs> breath once. <laughs> well, you're a monster chauvinist, is what you apparently are. I am. I thought it was awesome. Uh, yes, was he okay. had deployed it once, <laughs> but it was an ex. Exter- it was it was it was like to her exterior self, and then this one was he. Jacked open her mouth and then breathed fire into yeah, her innards. I thought it was fucking awesome. I don't know. the The pacing was weird. It just oh, I, I thought know. it was Didn't great. Really right. I no, thought it was a lot open of fun. the mouth and <laughs> yeah, the blue flame right into her innards. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. a bad movie. Don't get me wrong. I just I just wanted more Godzilla. Okay. Now it was very average. Like was, I I liked it for different reasons. I'm not going to argue that there should have been more Godzilla, but. It didn't ruin the movie for me that he it wasn't ruin there more. It. There was just too much Brody and too much Lady Brody. There wasn't enough Cranston and too much Brody. Yeah, it was way too much Brody. I wish Brody had died and Cranston had been alive. Right. That would have been better. Yes. I thought it was really good. I don't know why you're so hard against it. It would have been a better movie if Cra- if Crazed Heisenberg would have been the better... The, he, ah! he should have been the main character the entire time. So hard against it. It would have been so much more compelling. Ah! But uh, honestly, I'm sorry. I didn't go I'm, to watch Brian Cranston either. I kind of missed... 
I did. And I you know was like, what? Oh, he's, Cranston's in that. I want to watch that. He's a much more compelling actor. I'm sorry, but Kick-Ass, especially after Kick-Ass okay, 2, again, he's not I'm a compelling actor. I'm not actor saying mate. that I went for Kick-Ass. I'm just saying that... I'm just saying he could not lead that movie. He was not suited for that. Yeah. But that's not what I take away from that movie at all. But he was the main, He was such the main focus of that movie. It was like It dragging. was the main focus. I wanted to see like more Cranston or more Godzilla. We didn't lose more, Nothing did in between. No. Okay. no, we're still going. We're still right. going. But yes, I definitely wanted to see more Cranston. I agree. I and understand I, why they did I mean, they did it for the obviously for the emotion and whatever, right. but I, I kind of think the payoff for killing him off was not really worth killing him off so early. Totally, totally. <laughs> I think it would have been better to have him. It was almost like an off-screen death in a way. <laughs> I mean, yeah, actually, it, it was just, an off-screen death. It just death. didn't drag down I'll the movie say it was 100% an off-screen, yeah. an off-screen death. Because at one point, he's okay yeah. in the chopper, and yeah. then it's just like, well, we're zipping up the bag. Like, he's kind of crashing, but I think it'll be all right, and then nope, he's dead. Yeah. They showed in the chopper that he, like, flatlined. I just think it would have been a better movie oh, if it had a Jurassic little... Park. <laughs> we actually got there at some point. If we would have had a little more, like, scientific interaction with Cranston yeah. later, I think it would have been better. And maybe even if he died, like, in the attack on Honolulu or the attack on San Francisco, yeah. it would have been better. I just wish he hadn't died so early. I just wanted more of his maniacal, yeah. desperate self. I mean, I guess he was... He was proven correct right. while he was alive because he got it, killed by the damn monster. Yeah. But it felt like it would have been nice if, if there was a little more time. It felt like his death was almost an afterthought. It was so quickly snuffed out. It was just like, well, he's dead. Yeah. And here we go, moving on to Kick-Ass. Yeah. It's like, all right, come on. Who's, yeah, he's Who could not, not very good he's not, a, he's not meant to lead this movie. And neither is Elizabeth Olsen. Nah. Ken Watanabe She's was really fine. leading it, though. Well, I'm just saying. She was She's very support. Can, can we turn down the Jurassic a little bit? God. I didn't think he was that as bad as you guys did, obviously, but I also wasn't really focused on him either. But he was like the main focus. But it wasn't really. I mean, there wasn't like that much. Ha- I mean, it was he all was about like him getting back. Except ninety percent of the movie. Okay, it wasn't ninety percent of the movie. You're over exaggerating to prove a point. He was seventy five percent of the movie. No, it wasn't. It wasn't even that much. It was a lot. It, it was, was not seventy five. Yeah, it was. It was, it was not way more than Godzilla. Yes, it was. I'm not going to argue that it was more than Godzilla. You're right about that. But it wasn't seventy five percent. This movie. This movie should have been called Kick Ass Three: Colon Godzilla. Shut the fuck. <laughs> It was at least seventy percent. It was Colin Godzilla, <laughs> and some stuff happened. It was not at least seventy five percent. It was and not. a Heisenberg seventy and a Heisenberg. It was not seventy percent. It was at least seventy percent. You're both being fucking there was not, ridiculous. There was You're not being more than thirty percent Godzilla in this movie. That's right. bullshit. I'm not arguing that. that. I'm saying okay. The two options are not Kick-Ass or Godzilla. Kick-Ass is the only guy left. That's not true Pretty at much. all. That's not him true. And the, him and his wife and the kid. Yeah. Those are not the only people that survived this. You're talking about, like, military guy? Yeah, he was, like, but there, there was two, other shit 2%. happening. Ken Watanabe was the other 2%, and then it was pretty much kick-ass. His, his role consisted mostly of staring at things. Yeah. Yeah, oddly. It, like, it vaguely the uttering ever seen. pronouncements. Like, yeah. But oh, I shit, will say, a Godzilla. Look, kick-ass had more screen time than Godzilla did. Of course he did. And Nobody's arguing that this point. This movie is not called Giant Kickass. It's called Godzilla, and I want 70, more Godzilla. Seventy thirty is not the what happened. Though. What would your percentage be? I don't know, but it's not that high. It's not at all. I'm not saying that Godzilla. Damn it! I'm saying that there, <laughs> the two options are not him or Godzilla, Who and everything else is. Brian Cranston was in some of it, for Christ's sake. I'm saying post-Cranston death, it was like 70% right. kick-ass. Oh my God. Post, Post-Heisenberg death, yes. I don't even give a and shit That was only like 30 minutes in. Right. You're both idiots. It was just way too much, way too much kick-ass. I'm not going to argue much. that. Was it too much kick-ass? Do you agree with us on that? I'm not arguing that. Okay. <laughs> but your percentages are ridiculous. 
I will say I appreciated the design of of Godzilla itself. I thought yeah. it was really the special yeah, effects were awesome. phenomenal. The battle scenes phenomenal. No, 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 that. no, they weren't all phenomenal. Apparently, the death of Mother Mothra was terrible for you. <laughs> Super overwhelming. No, I'm, I'm saying in the execution of the believability is what I'm saying. I thought the execution of Mama Mothra was one of the coolest thing about the film. Actually. I'm just saying believability, like being able to compare to Spider-Man Two, Spider-Man Wait. swinging around. Why are you right into the comparing it? To I, Spider-Man. Oh, the, CG to the CG. most recent Spider-Man. Yeah, that I'm saying CG out? to okay. CG. Uh, the CG was spot on, really well done, totally believable. Awesome. Love the destruction porn, fantastic. Really, I loved all that. It's talking about it in Godzilla. Okay. Yes, I just wanted more the Godzilla. CG was good in Spider Man yes. too. Also, no, it wasn't. The beginning, the swinging through the city was good. Yes, it was. It had an awesome perspective. Tap the brakes there, my friend. No, whatever. If you want to say Electro wasn't good, I'll give you that. Electro the, was not good. But neither. the early part was good. Neither was Green Goblin. I said swinging through the city when it was Spider-Man. Well, if from you even said that was a good from one. the POV of Spider-Man. Yeah, yes, I'm that's saying what I'm talking about. if you then impose a body upon the city of actually swinging, it was horrible. I don't know. I'm talking about the point of view from the Spider-Man. point of view I is fine. Awesome. Yes, they never done that before. We're not yeah, talking right. about Spider-Man right now. We are so now. back to Spider-Man. <laughs> Thumbs up or down on Spider-Man? So when Godzilla <laughs> oh was God. swinging through New York, <laughs> no, I thought Godzilla itself was really Godzilla well done. Got bitten by the radioactive spider. <laughs> I thought it really jumped the shark. <laughs> Spiderzilla. <laughs> Uh, the destruction porn was great. Okay. All really well Jumping done. the shark would not be when when Godzilla's bitten by the spider. It'd be when he's wearing a spider suit. Because <laughs> no one will recognize him at that point. Yes. That's why, he, that's why he needs the mask. Anyway. What will be the next song Mark picks on Breakout Media? <laughs> this is on Breakout Media. <laughs> Can I interview you for radio? Hey guy, how'd you like to do an interview for radio? God, how so, is the dude's response not? That's the most generic thing I've ever heard in my life. What radio? Why is that not the question? What's like that the response? An interview for TV. <laughs> how would you like to do an interview for podcasting? <laughs> so, anyways, back to Godzilla. Too much, too much Baroni. <laughs> not enough Godzilla. What was there was good. I liked it. Whatever. It was like 85, 15. I just would have liked the, the final battle to be a little <laughs> longer. was all. And less Brody. Yeah. Less humanity. I don't know how they're going to top this with Godzilla 2. Less humanity in general would have been a great option. I already agreed to a second one. <sighs> yeah. What I did really like about this movie compared to Pacific Rim, because it's the obvious comparison. There was less Idris Elba ass, too, which was... Which is disappointing. Not a good thing. Disappointing. <laughs> yeah. But what, what they did was they pulled back from the... The, there were wide-angle uh, fight shots. Yes. Wide-angle, yes. Wide-angle fight shots, which was greatly appreciated. Overall, though, I like the I like the story and everything better well, in Pacific I li- Rim. I like the... Not gonna argue. Yeah, I like the robot versus kaiju battles a lot more, yeah. but they didn't always execute them as but well. Yes, there was a lot of times in Pacific Rim where it was zoomed everything in was coming so out much, it was hard to right, it was <laughs> see what was happening. Earth's robot butthole. <laughs> Earth's robot butthole. Yeah. I mean, they have a lot to learn from each other in a lot of ways, I think. I agree. The acting was way worse in Pacific well, Rim. When Godzilla 3 comes out, Godzilla versus Pacific Rim, it'll be an interesting clash. That's sure. true. Sons of Anarchy guy was worse than yeah. Brody, even. The, the acting was way worse in Pacific role. Rim, but they did have giant fucking robots, which is true. awesome. And and the female actor actress was terrible in oh, yeah. they, Pacific they, they, Rim, All too. the acting was horrible in Pacific Rim, except maybe Idris Elba's yeah. ass. Well... <laughs> How bad can a flex a flexed ass really act? You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
getting to the uh, review here. And we know from our Break Room YouTube channel, which is all Mark's flexed ass. <laughs> right. And then him riding a bull. That's all that's on there. So let's <laughs> give a... Uh, no. Maybe someday. I guess we should give a review here. I give this one thumb up, one thumb down. <laughs> so basically two thumbs sideways. It's not the rating. <laughs> it averages out But the basically... Dustin? I would say because of my expectation level, which was not exceptionally high, I was interested in it, but I figured it's a generic monster movie. How great can it be? I'll say one sideways, one up. I will say the exact same thing. I thought it was definitely enjoyable to go to. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. And it was way better than Noah. God, <laughs> that's the standard to judge things, though. That's it was way better than Noah. Noah or Kick-Ass Two, and I didn't even see Kick-Ass Two. Oh, I don't know. Okay, than that. well, you can't rate things against a movie you haven't seen. I trust you guys, and you guys said it was terrible. It was terrible. So I'm going to say it's better than that too. Oh, it was that terrible. was definitely one of the biggest disappointments I've ever had in yes, a follow-up movie. For sure. No. Especially a follow-up movie that was like it was new it was a very brand new thing the first time and then the second time it was just like good god that's terrible yeah just for your information Spider-Man 2 is better than Mark's is it's not I'm, I am I feel confident I'm gonna side with you on that yeah you're not once I see it he probably will when you realize on, what dude, a waste of time me. that Green Goblin is but that's only one little part and what a waste of time that the Rhino is it's not a waste of time that's dude, a setup. that's a setup for another movie for what Spider-Man 3 what do you mean for what? what? That was a waste of time. Set up for what? A waste of time. <laughs> anyway. Sex. Sex? Sex. <laughs> Why are you trying to have sex with me? <laughs> God. You jumped let's move on to the next review. So yeah, let's do that. Do you have a new one to play? Yep, Dustin's leaving the show. Yeah, I'll take some more. Let me get drunker. The bottle. Half. Half. half, the half bottle. Half. Bottle. Just make sure and separate them. And then push them together. Smooth jazz on cat. It's like 14 minutes long. Your mom was 14 minutes long. That doesn't even make doesn't sense. Doesn't make sense. God damn it. Yeah, that smooth jazz just tells us you know what time it is. It is Game of Thrones time. You know cat. what sucks is I really expected the duel to be in this episode. The duel of what, Thomas? The tank? Duel what? The last episode we left off, uh, you know, Tyrion had said that he there demanded was two a duel of whatever. Oh, that kind of duel. 
duel of what do you call it? What do we, what's he call it? Of the fates? No. <laughs> trial by <laughs> trial by fire. Whatever it's called. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I kind of expected that to be this episode, but no, it didn't happen. It not much not. of all happened in this episode. It was not. Then. I don't know about bit, that. A bit happened in this episode. This yeah, that's, episode. that's a bull claim. Stuff happened. That's bull claim. Hey, that's bullshit. Are you are you already belittling the episode? Well, no, it's it's they're stretching things out. But are you serious? Yes, they are. But there were still plenty of things that happened. It's okay for them to stretch a little bit because they first of all, run a champion everything. announced sure. himself for him, and then we had a notable death. We had someone get yeah thrown which, off a mountaintop. Which it's been a long t- well, it's not really been a long time because I was happy to see Joffrey die. But sure, other than Joffrey, it's been a long time since I've been like, yes, kill that motherfucker. Spoiler alert on Joffrey. <laughs> oh, yes, that was like three weeks ago. <laughs> so in this episode, this is called Mockingbird. Centers largely Mock. around yeah, bird <laughs> yeah. They played that into the episode. Yeah, actually. bird yeah, mockingbird. Wow, <laughs> gonna buy you a diamond. Right? Uh, you stopped. Okay. Uh, anyways, so Cersei ah. has appointed the Mountain Gregor Clegane as her champion in the upcoming trial Saint by Luke combat. Is sexting now. I'm not sexting. I didn't think that was the name of the episode, but it, it could be wrong. Uh, the upcoming trial by combat against Tyrion. To, it, is, it is the name of the episode. To proclaim his that. guilt or determine his innocence. And uh, Tyrion is trying to figure out... He needs someone because obviously he's not going to do well in combat against the mountain. <laughs> you don't so think he's, he's trying to find Tyrion somebody. to take him out? Right. So he tries to enlist Bron- well, Jamie first. Jamie says, I, can't fight with I really try to enlist Jamie, though. Well, well Jamie pretty much says, I can't fight left-handed. Yeah, yes, can't fight left-handed. Jamie kind of excuses himself, right. essentially. Then he tries to enlist Bronn, and Bronn has been essentially persuaded by Cersei, which we is not, which is depicted in the books, but not uh, on screen. He's persuaded with Lollies, which, by the way, Lollies played a bigger part in the books. Is she was someone that in, I don't know if you remember this, but early on in Joffrey's reign, when they're traveling down the streets and they're essentially moving through the poor, the crowd turns on them right and Tyrion is rushed back to the castle castle and the and castle and the hound has to kill a few people as sure. a result well in that Lollies was in the party Lollies was someone who was raped in that in the book gotcha. which they don't even bring she's a really dim-witted character they don't really bring her in this into the the show but she's mentioned here and that's who Bronn <laughs> that's who Bronn mentions and yeah. he's going to marry and he's persuaded now and becomes a lord as a result although you know Bronn's he still came across as a, you know, decent guy. In my, He's a mercenary. In my opinion, He's, I kind of like, well, I mean... He was a mercenary know, when he was hired. Kind of made and, a good point. Yeah. And he's not going to win against yeah. Gregor, so... Eventually, the... It still sucks, though. Oh, yeah, it sucks. You kind of think of Braun as a better guy than that. I don't think he made a horrible argument, though. And nobody says he makes a horrible argument. If I was argument, Braun, I'd probably be the same way. Yeah, I don't doubt that for a second, <laughs> asshole. Would you stick up for a friend? No, fuck no, you sure wouldn't. Would. If there wasn't anything involved in it. I would, but not no. if I was guaranteed to die. Like him, pretty much. I mean, he's pretty much, like but, you said, he, he, one slight misstep, and he's dead, and but he it's also, probably true. He also does bring the fact, well, they and again, I think this was mentioned in the books, that he is a mercenary, and he was hired as such, and he's playing true to his nature. He's an evil bastard yeah, who has no heart. I don't think you can argue that. And and Tyrion actually says that. Yeah, I don't know if he's evil. Not he, evil. He is what he is. He is what he is. Yeah, it's, he, a little di- it's a little different. But Tyrion essentially calls him that. Like, yeah. how can you? How can I be mad at you? He's self-serving, when... right? And sure. 
he takes the lordship before he even comes to see Tyrion. So it's kind of written stone at that. Point. I thought he, I thought he made a, a decent case for yeah. himself. That's all. I didn't hate him after him saying he wasn't going to go. No, first. I still hate him because you went. That's exactly what I would do. Well, so after that, Oberyn Martell, the Red Viper, comes in. You would and let me. You would let me die in prison. You wouldn't fight for me. Says that he. That will, is such horseshit. <laughs> let's put Dustin in prison. And let's find out what happens. Okay. <clears throat> Well, it's different for you, but he is like he's like you said. He's a hired. He's kind of a hired gun for Tyrion this whole time. So I kind of understand where You're he's right. coming from. Look, it does play true to the character. That's what I'm, I can't that's argue I mean. that. And I've always liked the character. But of course, now. you would say, "Well, he made a pretty good play." Well, like well, I'm just saying, I, that's what you would do, asshole. Not me, but I'm just saying I didn't. I didn't have a problem with what he did. That's no. all I'm saying because that's how he is. I and didn't I don't, have I don't a problem with now. what he did either. But it doesn't shock me when you say stuff like that. <laughs> okay. You think so little of me. Is it really... Is it unexpected? It should be. That's, that's littler than I actually am. Okay. Out, go, out, out. Oh, okay. Powder your size. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show it to you if you'd like. That sounds way grosser than most Only if you, you would like to. Only if you fill up a fleshlight for me. <laughs> fill up? <laughs> I don't think you understand what that actually means. Of course I understand what that means. You stick your wiener into a fleshlight, you jack off until you come, then you jack off repeatedly into the same fleshlight until it fills to the rim and it spills over. I'm not not saying anything right now. All right, okay, then shut up. I understand perfectly what it means. (laughs) That guy? So anyways, the Red Viper, Oberyn Martell, straps up and says he will be Tyrion's champion because he wants to get revenge against the Mountain. Because the Mountain raped his sister and killed the kids. Yes, and then Red Lady was also in this episode. She was, Melisandre. Yes. Randomly uh, and not really doing much. With Showed really weird nips, boobies, too, by the way. Weird nips. Like, her nipple's way too high on her breast. And it's really weird. tiny. Yeah. It's they really are. Weird. Like, they are... Yeah. Tiny, uh, tiny side nipples. Yeah. And then basically we had, on the side uh, of the boob. Nipples. Then we had Baratheon's <laughs> wife there as well, and she really didn't... Stannis Sir? Baratheon's wife. And oh, okay, She yes. didn't really do... I mean, she's kind of like, she, well, oh, the, look at you, you're hot, and I see why he did you, or whatever. Well, it's what, kinda, what the whole thing was, the Melisandre was saying, I have all these potions, they can make me do, they can, they provide a variety of illusions, and they can make people do what I want them to. Right. For instance, this powder can make men do whatever you want them to, and, and uh, Lady Stannis said, did you use that on my husband? And she was like, no. And she said it very abruptly. It's cause, and then she had to remind herself, well, whatever's done in the name of the Lord of the Light is not a sin. So... That's what you always say. Yes, yeah. and then Just she said general. men covet what they can't oh, have right. or whatever bullshit. You right. Know. <clears throat> yeah. So there was that. I'm just not a fan of that storyline, and I'm still not a fan of that storyline. They're not because well, they're not anything doing anything. To elevate it. Yeah. yeah. But even when they did, I mean, the only time that I remember that they were useful was when they did the attack on Black, the Blackwater battle. Right. Other than that, I haven't really liked Stan Baratheon's character. There was in the yeah. odd, you know, killing of his brother that was kind of insane too. You're talking about the king? Yeah, no, no, no. Her shouting out the demon spirit oh, that yeah, goes and kills his brother. That was stupid. Really? Yeah, but it was something. I don't think I mean, it was, it was That least... was actually the one of the rare, rare scenes of action but from her character. Well, I'm just saying in general, I haven't been a fan of that. I don't know if they're better in the books, but in the, in the TV not. show. They're so okay. later in the books, they explain the whole demon from the vag thing? Um, not insofar as I've read. Okay. It's just like something it's just, that happens. It's a power from the, the Lord of Light. That they worship just a demon vagina. Yeah, she's a seer into, into the, the Lord of Light. Lends credence to the into fact the that there actually is a Lord of Light. Yes, exactly. Oh, okay. Well, that's, I mean, whatever. Weird. In this world, it's perfectly fine. Sure. 
So uh, also, it's yeah, like, John Snow. It's okay, except then everybody else is are heretics necessarily. That's true. Yeah. Also, at the same time, we had some other things going on, and that was that uh, another throwaway scene, and that uh, Dar- Daenerys has sex with Daenerys Harris before she sends him off to go deal with the slavers in Yunkai who are retaking the city. Well, it wasn't totally throwaway because that like eh. solidified their relationship or whatever. Yeah, they hadn't done maybe. Which, by the way, they changed well, it. I'm just saying they they actually like at least got together. They hadn't done that before. Sure, well, they, they changed actors, by the way, for Dario yeah. Naharis. Yeah, between three stupid. and four. Stupid, yeah. yeah. which is so stupid. And they changed well, actors for the if, mountain as well. If they can't get the same actor, they then what did you change do? actors for the mountain, yeah. didn't they? Because uh-huh. that guy's completely different from completely. the. Yes, I don't because he's a completely different guy. But he's also different. I don't know if you're aware of this. <laughs> Fuck both of you. Both of you are assholes. <laughs> Both of uh, your assholes. You know, they, they say in this description here that I'm glancing over that Jon Snow faces off against Thorne again about not the... Not really. But not really. Not, he said something and that was pretty much it. There he wasn't really a facing down. off. That's really going to... Spoiler alert. Come later. Oh, yeah. The facing off against, uh, against Alistair Thorne. But ah! uh, more importantly, Arya and the Hound come against some people that uh, really? Arya found... I didn't see them do that. <laughs> Anyways, they travel on a horse... As they're traveling, they stop at a place where there are people that <laughs> she has encountered in her past when she was captured with Hot Pie, who comes up later. Uh, imagine. A couple of guys. Imagine and the hound would have a lot of semen. They end up killing them, so. Uh, Just a side note. Also, Brian and Pod. Again, Brian and Pod doesn't happen in the books, but uh, they end up meeting Hot Pie, and they find out that Ari is still alive. And are they related to Hot Carl? Brie and Pod Brother. doesn't happen in the books? Is does that what not. you said? Really? Yeah, does not happen. That whole thing is made up? She's not sent... By the time that, if I remember correctly, at the end of Dance of Dragons, she has not been sent to find Arya at all. So that has never happened in the books. Her to go look for Arya right. at all? It, mm. I could be wrong, but Come that's on. what I remember. So, anyways... Chopper Dave will tell you how wrong you are later. <laughs> Whatever. He doesn't know how to read. God... <laughs> So a bold claim. The funny thing is, they talk what is, about... What does Hologram Chopper Dave have to say they, to that, I wonder? They talk about the Brotherhood in this episode. But I can guarantee, because they didn't even show them previews, They don't. nobody outside of somebody who's read the books even remembers who the Brotherhood is. The Brotherhood is... How old. is the 360 There was a couple of guys. There's a guy who's undead, and he leads a Brotherhood of guys who are not are independent of any army, and they attack anybody. <laughs> the Starks. Chopper Dave! Anybody's allied with them, or the Lannisters. You Nobody remembers them. You know what I would like to happen in the uh, series? Just a general side note. Can we have something go on with the fucking White Walkers at some point? Yeah, especially since the end of the last episode was, oh, they're coming. Like, well, and then they had the White Walker take the baby and turn right. him into a White Walker, and then fuck that for like five episodes. Let's I will, not, let's I not will, mention that. Well, okay, a couple things here. No, a, no, no, no. Oh, oh, no, oh, no, no. Oh, I'm saying oh. A, that is pretty much true to the books that... You Nothing get, happens you with get them? You get maybe one mention per book of the White Walkers. Mm. You get teases of B, what they mentioned, what happened in the show was taking twerk. the baby and bringing him to the other White Walkers. Yeah. That never has happened in the books. Oh, uh, okay. So I'm thinking that they actually spoiled what is coming in later books. No, oh, well. And so you saw the White Walker King or Lord or whatever you want to call him. Turn him into a White Walker. <laughs> <laughs> Mark yes. that. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Turn him into a White Walker. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm just saying, I feel like, like, we have all these other battles going on yeah. between, uh, I don't know, Khaleesi and right. the, uh, what's his name, Tonin or whoever the current... Tommen. Tommen, right. the current Theo, king. Theo Tonin. Whatever. 
And then, uh, yes, some Justified. <laughs> whoever the, you know, whoever's in the Winterfell at this point, whatever. Janus. You know, everything is, basically there's this, all this disruption it. between all these people. Right. Um, but then I feel like the grand battle is supposed to be between the White Walkers and uh, someday fuck all these people over. Someday, but book 11 really or 12, yes, that will happen. Yeah, but so far it's like, the White Walkers are coming, right. winter is coming. Like, but not really, not for like 12 eh. seasons. Sure. Yeah, you know, it's just, it's just I don't know. I like a little more than what we've gotten right. so far. I agree. I agree completely. Uh, meanwhile, in the veil, uh, other things going on. Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater, <laughs> Sansa, <laughs> and he uh, is and actually. How bad is Sansa's life out yeah, of anybody? She's no like everywhere she goes, shit. she is treated like absolute yeah. ass. <laughs> so she gets some solace in the wind in the weirwood, and then Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater comes and makes out with her. Yeah. He's like, oh, they loved one woman. When I was Car- well, that's, when before, I, that's before the I only love. When woman. I was Carcetti, I only loved one woman, and it was your mother. Your mother. When <laughs> your I was mother. when I was in Baltimore, no. I only loved one woman. When I came from Baltimore all the way over here, when I was the mayor of Baltimore, <laughs> only loved one woman. It was your mother. And now I love you. Well, she also smacked down a titty sucker kid, whatever his name is. <laughs> Forever now known as Titty Sucker Kid. Well, was yeah. he not? Yeah, he was. He was. You're not gonna. He was yeah. uh, John titty, Aaron. John way Aaron Jr. too old Titty Sucker yes. Kid. Yes, yes. And then in a uh, you know revelation, a declaration of his love for Sansa and or Catelyn Stark, he ends up throwing Lysa through the well, moon she door. She fake throws Lysa. Down the like she acts like she's gonna throw she, she her. She fake down. throws Sansa down there. Yes, yeah, she's about me. to. Yes. San- Lysa fake throws Sansa. No, they down throw the- they throw her down there. Right, and then uh, <laughs> the mayor from the wire throws her down. Yes, Carcetti. Carcetti throws After her down the hole. Revealing. Well, I love how in the in they call this Carcetti, <laughs> and they call this in the show the Moon Door, but there's no yeah. door in the books. There's at least a door. You can call it the moon door. Yeah, it's just and an open just, hole. It's just a hole. Yeah. It's just an open hole. It's just an open O hole. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So that's it. That's all that happened Game of Thrones. Carcetti comes out to this. Carcetti comes out and I'd like to be a mayor. <laughs> and then uh, then I'll throw people out the moon door. See? Yeah, yeah see? The breakout network. <laughs> <laughs> There's too much alcohol and not, not enough uh, stability in this episode. That whole hour breakdown really fucked us. Because <laughs> we kept drinking. We don't need and <laughs> not podcasting. We don't need MacArthur Park. It's not. It's Jurassic Park. It's MacArthur. Park, no, it's though. it's Will. It's uh, Will. Uh, Weird Al. Weird Al's Jurassic Will? Park. Will. It's Weird Al's Jurassic Park. <laughs> But God, this is much, MacArthur Park, dude. God, it's set to MacArthur had. Park, but it's Weird Al's Jurassic Park. That's the name of it. I feel like you've okay. had way too much alcohol. You've had too much All alcohol. And going. Your mom has. And My liver is dying right, right now. Let's get out of and here. And going. Why are you in going? We've been recording for almost two hours. Out, go, out, out, go. All right. My Michael score says I am in the above average. Territory. <laughs> this is Morena Baccarin from Firefly and Homeland, and you're listening to The Break Room. Gasoline, high, five out, go out. Had she only known what show she was interviewing with? It's Gas online. online.
the hottest human being I've ever seen oh. in person. Hi, this is Glenn You're listening to The Break Room. Mark, Dustin, and Thomas. Out, go out. Gas. All right, well, you can call us 469 <laughs> If you well, want to no, do, we interviewed Angela, so third hottest. If you do want to do like uh, they did, high five. you can record a voicemail I'll on your phone and email it to us. Look at that. Look at that I'll fancy technology, guys. Thanks for the participation. We had what, three voicemails this week. Uh, Seriously, you're standing by that? That was really awesome. It is indeed. I'll go out gasoline. You can always please, Skype. Please, please voicemail us. You can always Skype us at the break, break room. room. Break room. Just break room on Skype. That apparently that's not the password. <laughs> you need a phone number? Plus one four six nine six six five nine eight two seven plus one four four six nine six six five nine eight two seven plus one four six nine six six five nine eight two seven plus one four six nine six six five nine eight two seven You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash break room show Twitter we are at the break room. I am uh, on Twitter at the mark with a C. Dub- Dustin D- or Dubston is uh, <laughs> Dubston. Is it WS nine seven seventy five? The WS nine seven seventy five. Don't go to WS nine seven seventy five. Fuck that guy. Fuck ass. Fucking asshole. We'll give up a Twitter. Or some fuck ass. All right. Thomas is at Navid Central. Are you at Navid Central? This show is proof that sometime in the very near future are we need to do a, a drunk break room show. I think we're already there. No. We didn't start at the beginning, though. You know what, so. Thomas? What kind of damn kids club did you work at? <laughs> we need, I didn't. You know what? We need to get drunk and high. What kind of damn kids club no. did you work at? Done. All right. Mark will bring the edibles. Thomas will bring the alcohol. Done. And I will consume both. Uh, and lord over you. <laughs> Dustin will bring his penis. I'll definitely do that. Uh-oh. Oh, no. We're running out of music. <laughs> This may not be the greatest topic ever because I just don't give a fuck. Was it that guy? That guy? That guy? That guy? Yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Was it that guy? I'm Mr. Words, but never gets paid. It's a, yeah. I scoreboard every podcast out there. I don't give a fucking ass. I mean, I might be, like, divorced three times. My FICO score says I am in the above average territory. Uh, I want you to use the yeah. biggest probe you can uh, find. Uh, oh, okay. what? Uh, I'm driving down Firewheel Parkway. It's a, uh, yeah. I scoreboard every podcaster out there. Break room. And remember, the break room. Triangle of excellence. Mark the Buzz Hudson. Thomas the Tank. Dirty Dirty Dustin. 
This program was presented by Breakroom.tv and PopSyndicate.net. And as always, Gumshoes, The Breakroom is bankrolled by The Gasoline High Five Company and viewers like you.